between a new Gotham City. A lot of the same old problems, but a new way of looking at them. This is Raven Bat, the Raven on Batman subsection podcast thingy, making a special return to discuss the new movie, The Batman. And that's a small the Batman in a very large font, an obnoxiously large font. are here to discuss this movie in all its detail and with me is a man who after all the years I've known him I didn't actually realize that under all that makeup he was actually Colin Farrell it's Stuart Late. <laughs> hello Natalie hello everyone yes it's been a long-term uh, project an art project uh, Joaquin Phoenix style I'm sorry <laughs> you had to find out like this you're really deep in character, Colin, and I appreciate it. Thank you for yes. spending so much time as my co-host here on the podcast. That's a topic. It's been the most challenging role of my life, but I'm here. <laughs> well, before we dive into the Batman, let's bring on our special guest for this episode. He is a long-term Batman fan, but when he heard we were doing the Batman podcast, Raven Bat. He bagsied this film, the new one. Please welcome from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast, a man who's buying a muscle car and sticking a jet engine on the back. It's Gregoire. Hello, hello. Yes. Oh, exciting. Talking about the Batman. Very exciting. I've seen it twice. I'm not saying if I like it or not, but uh, I've seen it twice. (laughs) (laughs) This is the great thing because we've just seen it. We we saw it a few hours Mm. ago, Natalie and I, and you've seen it twice already. (laughs) So, I saw it twice in eight days. Yes. yes. Yep. That's and it was worthwhile. Def- I will say that, yes, I'm glad I went back to see it again just to clear some stuff up about it that I was worried about and other things I missed. And, yeah, and just, you know, the first time you're kind of like, wow, pow, zap, Batman. And then the second time you're like, oh, okay, cool. I shall go in and actually watch it for certain things. It was mm. good. Well, Stu and I had a podcast outing, which was really fun, uh, I have to say. Uh, We went and had lunch and then we went to the cinema. We were in gold class, uh, which was very fancy, and we had slushies. And uh, I don't think either of us needed a toilet break. So well done, our bladders. Absolutely. Our our bladders are the real heroes here because they withstood (laughs) the full onslaught of this three-hour movie. (laughs) <laughs> oh, come on, a- two hours and fifty-seven minutes. That's look. This, That's let's true. Not go, let's not go crazy here. Let's not. You know, <laughs> it's not the full Thunderball. It, yeah. look, <laughs> to get it out of the way, I actually thought that it paced quite well and it didn't overstay its welcome for me. Yeah, no, it did. It, I, I wouldn't. I don't know what you would cut out of this to get it down. But that, that's let's put oh, it that way, which is which is interesting. Yeah, interesting. Oh, okay. No, it, I, 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 I disagree. I think okay. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, we can go to that more later on, but I think I think it ends and then it decides it wants to go on because it hasn't had enough punching and then it goes and has another <laughs> end. And I was like, oh, but it, we had an end. I felt like, yeah. It, mm, I, oh, I, I might disagree with I you there. If, you, if you're talking about like the big sort of set piece finale, I, I disagree, um, oh, but we, we can get into that. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. That's right. That's fair enough. <laughs> well, let's get into this movie. Um, I uh, would like to invite Stu to start us off with the minute challenge, which is where we put a minute on the clock and write down as much as we can remember about the film. Now, I want to tell everybody that I took a notebook in with me into the cinema and I was very excited. <laughs> I had a pen and I we were in nice seats, so I had a big armrest and I thought I'm going to sit here and I'm going to write notes. And I've got pages and pages of notes that are virtually indecipherable because I was writing <laughs> in the dark. 
So my recollections uh, for this minute challenge are are pretty bad. I thought that I would remember more having written all those notes, but uh, I'm going to try and decipher them if I can as we go along. So Stu, would you start us off? Notes aside, Natalie, I will just say we literally saw this movie, what, four or five hours ago? Like, like, If you can't remember stuff now. Yeah, I told you, Stu, when we were having lunch, I said, I am going to walk out and forget what happened in the first hour of this film. That's true. You did you did foreshadow that absolutely, and that paid off. Like, you know, I've got a lot to say. <laughs> You're nothing about if not flooding. narratively consistent. <laughs> I've got a lot to say about the flooding of Gotham City, uh, well, which was in the yes. last. That third feels of bizarrely the timely somehow. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was the oh, 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 wow. If you have uh, been watching the news and following what's been happening on the eastern coast of Australia, and indeed right here in Brisbane, uh, then you would know that floods have been a big part of our lives. So that was a very <laughs> strange coincidence. Uh, but yes, Stu, take it away with a minute challenge. Absolutely. The first item on my list is I am vengeance. Uh, I I wanted to write that down first because it's kind of the operating sort of key Mm. to the movie uh, Mm -hmm. in many ways, both in in like the themes and just everything that that happens, but also a way to talk about. I want the listeners to know that at several points in the the first 30 minutes of this film, Natalie laughed loudly (laughs) and openly in the theatre at things that like happened on screen, including things that Batman said and did. (laughs) <laughs> this was this was a, a hilarious comedy as far as Natalie was concerned. No, well, listen, you have to understand <laughs> that when you get someone looking so serious and po-faced oh, yes. and threatening as Batman and he approaches a bunch of literal cla- like gangsters with white Joker-style faces who I assume will make a comeback if there's a sequel as uh, followers of the Joker or whatever, and he walks out and they're like, who are you? And he says, I'm vengeance. Like, of course I'm going to laugh. Like, he, Hang like on, wait, just... wait, wait, wait. You kind of missed the important part. He proceeds to demolish a human being yep. who's yep. holding a machete. Like, yes. He, he doesn't just punch that man down. He breaks that man into a million pieces. Yes. And then, yeah. and then I, 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 wow, I would, did not find that funny. I found that, that, that Frankenstein walk of his, he walks into a room yep. and he makes clumping noises. This is a Batman that we used to being all silent and ninja. He clumps into a room and says, you should all fight me and I'm going to kill you. Mm. And everyone's like, no, we're going to fight him. And then he proceeds to, a, just, I said, break that man in, in, in multiple pieces and then, then beat up a whole room of people. I don't know how you found that funny. I found that really, really effective, really scary. And mm. he, was a, he was a monster, like an honest to God monster. Um, very different to any Batman I've ever seen before. There's something about my brain, and I'm not suggesting it was a very effective scene, and clearly he's he was a terrifying figure, but it's just something about the gravity of saying I'm vengeance is just I don't know. Part of me, maybe I'm just too used to parody versions or the Lego Batman or something. Where it <laughs> that's it. I, I think Lego Batman that, was definitely fresh in our minds when we were watching this movie. Yes. Yeah. So here, like, I never skip leg day. I'm I'm Batman. I'm really hard, and so I think it was just that sort of releasing the tension, and I was like. <laughs> And then I clamped my hand over my mouth. Like I I knew I was in the company of Batman reverentialists. So <laughs> But but what I think I tried is to actually shut the hell kind up, of <laughs> that's true. Well what I think is kind of genius about this movie though is that this is the movie that is interrogating that idea of Batman. Hmm. Right? This movie is interrogating this idea of this relentless grimdark Avenger. Its, its thesis statement is actually that's counterproductive and Batman needs to be something more than that, mm. Um, mm. which I think is fascinating 
mm-hmm. after the last few years of, of the version of Batman that we've had on screen uh, quite recently to suddenly get this version of Batman wh- who starts in a similar place but comes to the realization fairly organically that, no, that's not going to work. I need to try something different, which feels mm. both very appropriate in universe and also as a as a meta statement on the, <laughs> the future of the character. I love that comment at the start where he's doing the, he's, he's, he's reading, well, he's, he's voicing over his diary. So you're hearing it as, as a, yeah, it's a very, very Rorschach's journal sort of thing. Yeah. And mm. he, and he makes the comment about, he goes, you know, two years in, uh, crime is up. Yeah, I don't need, <laughs> maybe the city can't be saved. Maybe what am I doing wrong? And it, so it lays it out at the start. Things yeah. are not going well for him and yeah. he's just like i don't know what i have i'll just I, when he, I think at that point he says he's going to double down he's just he's just going to go yeah. in even i'm going to punch harder <laughs> yeah yeah i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to be i'm going to be more terrifying and i'm going to be more and everyone's going to understand that if you step out of line the batman will, will break you uh and then by the, as i said by the end i was so excited i'd never seen it in a batman movie where well not in a modern batman movie where he, where he goes i have to be more i mm. have to be i have to be hope i have yeah. like, when he said the word hope i went Oh, Mark, Mark Reeves, you understand Batman. Thank you. Thank yep. you. I actually had a yep. moment where I went, oh, thank God we no longer have fucking, not Nolan. Nolan was all right. But but um, who was the last guy? Snyder. Snyder. He was like, and I was just like, oh, Ma- no, no. This, this this new director gets Batman and understands. Yep. So we, we even though it wasn't an origin story, it was an origin story for Batman. Mm. Not, but, but he went through this two year being a murderer, not a murderer, but being a, a, a vigilante brutalist and i was so excited i was yeah. so excited in fact Stu, when that happened when he said that i have to become a hope i was like Stu's gonna be so happy i was like oh, <laughs> i thought of you and well, i was like i and i wanted to tell you immediately like you go see it just for this one i didn't want to say what it was but yes just yes. one reason you, you did you did say that there's a there's a point towards the end of the movie that, that you're really gonna love and i i realized what it was because the, the second <laughs> item on my list was um start as shadow and become a beacon of light Mm-hmm. Um, which is the kind of the hidden operating thing of this movie. Like he literally is is a shadow at the start of this movie. Yeah. He's a shadow yeah. of, of a man. They think, they think I'm in the shadows. They, they, I, I am, am the shadows. shadows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah. which was another, was, got another laugh from Natalie. That was um, the other thing that made me laugh. But just, just because they're so like, they think I'm the shadow, but I am the sh- I I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I, don't, I shouldn't. Laugh at the Batman, but it, they just no, no, I don't it's know, fine. It's silly. Me. It is silly. Batman is is deeply silly at its core, and and I you like need to embrace that, that in a way. I did like the idea, or the concept that just committing a crime and then sort of seeing a, a gap in a street or a, mm. a bit of yes. light, a, you know unlit area, part of a street or an alleyway, and just seeing the bat signal in the sky. Because all humans are inherently selfish. So, of course, you're going to think, oh, no, what if the Batman's after me? And then you're going to run and yeah. get hit by a car. Or, you know? And he's going to and he's going to hurt you. Yeah. Like he is yeah. he's not <laughs> messing around. He's not going to yeah. he's not going to have you arrested. He's going to mm. break your legs in several places. Like mm. he's going to brutalize you. And yeah. that's and he may not kill you, but you probably wish you were dead. And and that's and that was that really sold for me. Sorry, Stuart, I don't want to talk over you. I'm sorry. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Um, I found that was a really effective way to say we don't have to watch two years or flashbacks. That that part where the criminals were looking around, yeah, you see you the realize, effect of two years of the Batman. That's right, and how how he is terrifying, 
and and even good people like the man he rescues like please don't hurt me like he's he's even then he's like no he's terrifying man like he's so scary and that's like it's very exciting for me yeah exactly (laughs) and he he starts the movie as this this figure of fear and he ends the movie like literally as a as a beacon of 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 light like he Mm. his his big turning point is he he lights that flare and leads people out of that flooded Mm. stadium and they follow and, the child and, to salvation. Which yeah, well, really exactly, true. yes. But but you know, it's 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 you know, it's not subtle. But, and but it's, it's it is. His, I just realized it's his inner child. I just realized it's his inner child because that's the little boy that he thought yeah. reminded of him. So that's, basically, so that's, his, that's his, his inner child. His inner child yeah. accepts Batman. My God, that's that's so dumb, and I love it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like it's not subtle. Like like none of this. None of this is like particularly sophisticated filmmaking. But it's just mm. competent. It's just. Mm. It's just evocative imagery on screen, which is what cinema is supposed to be, mm. um, yeah. which was very pleasing to see and to be used in the service of, of a character that I deeply love. Um, so, yeah, no, I thought that was a really cool uh, arc for the character across the movie. I thought it was a, a way to do an arc for this character, which can be very difficult sometimes because Batman is very implacable in many in many respects. Yeah, so and that leads me into my third point that I wrote down, which is uh, Pat's man is great. Mm. Uh, Robert Pattinson uh, again, like you know, as as I said, you know, as I've said many times in the course of this uh, Raven on subsection podcast, I never question casting anymore because obviously we were all burned quite badly with uh, Heath Ledger, who turned out to be amazing and who got so much flack in the lead up when he was announced that, you know, it was, oh, he'll be, he'll be terrible. It's, it's ridiculous. How dare they cast this pretty boy as the Joker. And then he turned in like, you know, the, a seminal performance as that character. So I was like, look, they've obviously cast him for a reason. Let's give him a chance and see what happens. And he's great. He does exactly what he's asked to do here, which is this brooding, unsure, you know, still finding his feet Batman. Uh, and I think he's great. I think he's wonderful in this movie. Did you guys, did you guys feel the same? I enjoyed him very much. Uh, I, 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 I had no none of the sort of judgment about. <sighs> Look, I was in the cinema back in the good old days when I was doing movie reviews on radio, and I went to see Twilight to do a review on that. And I went to the IMAX theater in South Brisbane, and it was school holidays, so the cinema was full of teenage girls. And the only other time I've heard screaming that loud was when I went to (laughs) not one but two One Direction concerts and it was that particular level of teenage girl scream. Now, I'm not trying to shame teenage girls. I love teenage girls. I love the fact they're passionate about what they're passionate about. But all that Robert Pattinson did was walk on stage or like appear on screen, I should say, as, as the sparkly vampire and everyone just lost their shit. Having said that, that was clearly, you know, something he kind of had to do. But ever since then, he's made quite interesting. He's kind of like Daniel Radcliffe. Ironically, they Mm. they were both in Harry Potter, but they both sort of had these iconic teen idol roles. But as actors, they're much more likely to be there. Put me in this weird movie where I'm very strange or I'm going insane or I'm a dead body or I'm, you know, they, they, they seem to have these very creative choices. So I think it was a good way to have someone who's clearly got leading man material, but obviously enjoys playing freaks. And Batman yes. is anything yeah. that he is said He supposedly heard that um, Matt, Matt Reeves, yeah, Matt Reeves Matt was going to yeah. direct it, and he went looking for the role. Like he he ah. he asked his he asked his I saw an interview with him he asked his agent hey I've heard that Batman might be a thing can you look into that and that led to this movie well the movie wow. was already happening but so he wanted this role for whatever reason uh, yeah. he, he he saw something in Batman that he wanted to try out 
yeah. or, or he wanted to work with Matt Reeves, one or the other. I don't. He didn't really explain that. Yeah. Do you guys know Matt um, Reeves' story? Because I don't really know much about him. Not a huge amount. I know that he was. He's been like he directed a couple of the, the Planet of the Apes films. Yes, yeah, uh, which, which I haven't seen. That that's a weird blind spot for me. I haven't seen uh, any of the new Planet of the Apes movies except for the first one that came out. I think uh, I saw the one with James Franco. Or was he yes, that's the one I saw too. That's that's like the first one I think. It's like the dawn of the Planet of yeah. the Ape or something. Yeah. Uh, and there's been quite movies. a few, and apparently they're really good. Um, I've heard that I've heard good things, but I did. I've just never sort of taken the time to jump in. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, he directed a couple of them, which were very well received. And then he also uh, has directed. Uh, oh, he he directed uh, Let Me In, uh, which was the remake of the Swedish vampire film Let the Right One In, mm. um, which I, I watched oh. and quite liked at the time. Uh, Greg, I, I you're a big fan really of that film. It. I, I, I never saw Let Me In because Let the Right One In is perfect and should not be remade. <laughs> See, I did, uh, I did the, the plebeian thing of, of watching the remake first <laughs> and then going back and watching the, the original one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is clearly better. And that's not my, and that's not me having a go at Matt Reeves' movie. I just went, oh, I know the movie. I've seen it. It's perfect. I love it. And I don't understand why we need to watch the American mm. version of it. I, I, <laughs> I don't. And unless, unless someone went, oh my God, it's so different. And here's why. And everyone went, oh no, no, it's fine. It, it's a, it's a remake and it's great. And I was like, oh no, no, I can still go watch Let the Right One In and still have all the strange, weird emotions. And well, you know, like it's a, <laughs> it's quite an affecting, effective movie and affecting movie. Uh, he also did Cloverfield. That's the other one he did. Uh, he's the director for oh. Cloverfield. He directed. He directed Cloverfield. He directed Cloverfield. Did he? So, so that, I'm pretty. Why confident. did I think that was Drew? Oh, Drew Goddard wrote that movie. Oh, oh okay. okay. I, did, I could, no, no. I, 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 maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I'm pretty confident. I thought it was J.J. Abrams. Am I getting confused? No, no, you're right. Yeah, I'm um, J.J. Abrams was a producer. I, I thought oh, Drew Goddard had directed the movie, but he's actually. Yeah, I'm just looking here. He, um, he oh, okay. wrote it, uh, but it was directed by Matt Reeves. Huh? How about that? I. I completely That's the first one I and I didn't know who Matt Reeves was back then, but when they said Batman, I looked it up and that was that kind of like, oh, and, and with his connection with Cloverfield, oh, okay, cool, all right. So I, you know, for a remake, once again, of taking a kaiju movie and making something different out of it. Yeah. And this is like taking a Batman movie and making something different out of it. I can, he's got some chops, I mm. think. Uh, and I quite like the Planet of the Eight movie. I've seen like, diminishing returns as time goes on, I feel, but the first one was very different and, 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 told a story that was interesting and yeah and and the connection between the humans yeah i quite like that movie to be honest so yeah i i think he's i think he's an interesting director and and he's done an an amazing job here (laughs) the next item on my list was gordon is awesome in this movie uh (laughs) love that love that jeffrey wright uh showing up as he always does uh very very cool um i like the I, i think it's a great portrayal of like lieutenant gordon right at the end of his sort of tether, like, like realizing how deep the rot goes. Mm. Um, yes. That's always a fun yeah. place for Gordon to be uh, in those, in those sort of, you know, year two uh, depictions uh, of the thing, because, you know, like you get like idealistic Gordon in the early sort of years when, when you get sort of origin stories, but this is a Gordon who's like been past that. We get the, we get the impression that there's been a, like I think that one of the large sort of pieces of lore in this movie is is like the major bust of Sal Moroni's operation, and that's obviously happened previously. And that was sort of that you know Gordon thinks that that was the big sort of breakthrough that Gotham had, and he doesn't realize, or he comes to realize over the course of this movie just how things. bad things are. Yeah. Um. I think that's so you know I, it's a fascinating I, place for the character. Can I 
because I feel like, again, as you say, Stu, this movie sort of interrogates the Batman and, and Greg as well, interrogates the Batman mythos, but it also mm. seems to upend a lot of what we kind of know about Gotham and its villains. So uh, Maroney was, was that um, Eric Roberts in? Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Dark Knight or first one, Batman Begins? That's, that's Fal- wasn't he Falcone? No, no, he oh, was Maroney. Falcone was, Falcone was, oh, what's his name? Wilkinson? Yeah, Tom Wilkinson. Wilkinson. Yeah, Tom Wilkinson. Oh, right, right, right. right. So okay. I got con- Batman Begins. Yeah, so I was getting confused with all the mobsters because you had <laughs> Falcone, Maroney, and then Penguin. <laughs> so I have to Ozzie. admit that I was – I was Oz, I'm Oz. Uh, uh, I have. Yeah. I had. Hey, to, sweeter, I, I, come on! I was like, oh god, I love him so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. So I was hoping to uh, understand. So the idea was. So the idea was is there was this great big drug bust of Maroney's operation yeah. that the DA and the chief of police or the commissioner before the one who got murdered in this one, Pete, I think his name was mm-hmm. Savage, maybe, and the mayor were all in on it being a fake bust. So they knew and they yes. just did it for the for the for the cash. And Falcone seemed to take over the drops business after that. So he just they just moved it all to Falcone. And so the the drugs the drops were still the drugs, the drops were still being handed out. Uh, and nothing had changed at all, basically. Yeah. Just, it's, instead of being in one person's pocket, they were now in another person's pocket. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It goes all the way to the top. But it's even worse than that, Natalie, of course. It's not just drugs being sold. It's the thing that's meant to be saving the city itself. Once again, really sledgehammer that home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing that's meant to be saving the city is destroying the city. And so it, in, in this case, it wasn't Bruce Wayne who thought he was doing the right thing, but destroying. It was Thomas Wayne's good thing was perverted into a bad thing. It also sort of gets at the heart of, uh, and they don't, they don't make too fine a point of it in this movie, but I, I wonder if they'll sort of dig into it a bit more in the, in the next movie where Bruce almost completely ignores sort of the Wayne Enterprises side of mm-hmm. things. Like mm-hmm. he just does not care. He's all mm-hmm. about, I'm Batman. Yeah, but more fully rounded, you know, versions of the character in the comics and in the films, like, I have quite an active role in Wayne in Wayne Enterprises because it's a useful tool, and also you don't want it used in this sort of way with your name attached to it. Yeah, that it's then funding all the criminal That's operations the in the city. When mm. the mayor or the, the lady who's going to become the mayor, so when she's like, Mister Wayne, you know, we try to talk to you. You've done no philanthropy, or you fathered lots of philanthropy, or mm. your family did, and you've done nothing. And I was thinking about that, and I went, "Oh, it's because a he's Batman. He doesn't care. He doesn't see that the way forward. But also, yeah. the city's corrupt as shit. It makes no difference if he puts a billion dollars into an orphanage; it'll just get yeah. siphoned into some bastard's pocket. He can't." This Batman is like, there's no point throwing money at this problem. It will just go to fund the people I'm trying to. Stop. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, and so he's he's like, I can't, and he doesn't know she's corrupt. She thinks he thinks everyone's corrupt. It's about, uh, Catwoman says it later on. He goes, you th- he's the worst in everyone. So he's not he's not going to be a philanthropist. He just he, there's no he just can't. He just, there's no nothing good will come of it. And and I don't think that I'm papering over the cracks of a of Bruce Wayne too much with that. I think it makes sense. No, uh, it, it makes sense within. It's internally consistent within this film, certainly. Mm. Like, like any any charity money that Bruce Wayne put out into the world in this in this universe would just end up in Sal Moroni's pocket, in uh, Falcone's pocket. Like that, mm. that's just how it works in the in this Gotham City. Yeah, 
And I mean, and because Alfred made a wonderful point because he was like, "What about your fa- fa- your family's legacy?" And Bruce says, the, "I what I'm doing, the Batman is my family's yeah. legacy." He's like, "Oh, yeah. hello, okay, right. He's, th- this is what I have to do. This is what everything's led to." And that could just sound like you know a, a crazy person, and it kind of is, but but it's also he has, he can see no other way forward at that point. Mm. Yes, I totally agree. It's and you're right. Like I, I like that this movie doesn't shy away from the fact that the Batman is deeply, deeply insane. Like, like deeply, oh. like not not insane, but like a deeply like unhinged person. Like a normal person doesn't on. do this. Yeah, no, no. He he. Re- at the end, he goes. The yes. city is scarred and broken, like me. Like me. Yes. And I went. Exactly. Oh, thank God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that's why he wants to save it because if he can save it, he can save himself and all that sort of good stuff. Yeah. Take a look in the mirror. It is. Oh. And he un- <laughs> he understands. <laughs> he understands that he's not normal in the head. Yeah. Uh, that, that this is this is truly messed up. Uh, and and but but he's still stuck on this path. He's not fixed. He doesn't go revelation. <laughs> uh, but he was willing, which is interesting when he thought he was going to be outed. I'm probably jumping around and I apologize when he thought he was going to be outed. He, he didn't like race off to stop the outing by like drowning someone or whatever, like murdering, <laughs> like Batfleck would have like, I'm just going to nip over there and kill that guy. Excuse me. <laughs> you know, he, he, he was like, Oh, well, this is all coming to an end now. You know, Gordon, you're a good man. And you went, oh, okay. So you told the only good man that he's good and you went to face it. And and knowing, feeling this was the end of it. I was once again, really, I was like, oh, he's he's an honorable, he's he's not a Batman who's going to murder you. No, no. <laughs> he's, he, 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 he's not going to kill to hide his secret. Yes, absolutely. I, I totally agree. And, and that that scene uh, between him and the Riddler in, the, mm. in Arkham, Oh. was so good for that reason oh. because it's just got this tension throughout oh. the whole thing that Bruce then Wayne. Wayne. Like, like, and I, I even I I could sorry sorry go on Stu. No 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 you go yeah yeah I when I because it closes in on Patterson's eyes and under the mask and you can yeah. see him not crying but like twitching and he's like any shame or something's going through his face mm. and I went I I am watching a man in a bat suit not knowing how to deal with what's going on and being called out. And I felt for him like, yeah. and, and not like go get him Batman. I, I could see Bruce Wayne just recoiling in horror at what's about to happen, but still not trying to fix it. Cause he knows that he can't fix it. Uh, and, and just, I was just like, oh, he, you're right. Patterson. I was just very impressed with that. Yeah. And, and it's all, it's all in Ooh. the eyes. Like, mm. like it's all mm. in the eyes. Like, like he is, oh. You're right. It's like some combination of like shame and like this crushing inevitability that it's all going to come out. Mm. And Bruce then there's the Wayne. turn where he suddenly real where where Riddler yeah. says something and he suddenly realizes that the, line the Riddler is, doesn't goes, actually know who no, he is. No, yeah. Bruce Wayne he goes, he goes Bruce Wayne. We almost got him, didn't we? We got him all except yeah. for him, didn't we, Batman? And Batman and his eyes just go slightly wider, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, he's not talking about me." And it, and, and it's that <laughs> wonderful bit of writing. But that, then that, yeah, oh, you get so the good. feeling. I love. I love that he then makes it like the, the tension of the scene then turns again because. He gets cocky, like he mm-hmm. he then like you're says, "I'm nothing bastard. like you. You're a sick, twisted freak." Yeah, and then yeah. oh no, I I need I I should have like been nicer to you for a second. Yeah, because I could have gotten got the information. Give the whole plan away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole yeah. plan. Yeah, because well, because he doesn't want to be. Because he's and I do have a, I do have a point about about that. 
I feel the Riddler was where Batman was heading. So, because Batman, and, and that may be a big, big thing to call on this movie, but I think that's where Batman was going to end up if this, if things hadn't changed. He would have ended up killing people because he, um, or this Batman would anyway. He, um, he, he had no time. Like with Selena, he's like, you broke the, was it right? When you gave up your soul for money. And, and he went, oh, well, the, you know, your friend, the poor girl who gets strangled to death. He's like, well, she, she did the wrong thing. So, you know, tough shit kind of. He has this constant, and he says it to lots of people. Yeah. Uh, that guy who got his head, you know, head caved in, he sold his soul out for $10,000. And she's like, oh, you're a real sweetheart. You know that? And, yeah. And, and, and it, he's, it, he he's, says he says choices have consequences, yes. and what Catwoman's trying to say to him is some people don't have the choices. We you weren't know, all born rich. He was going down that pathway of going, if you start saying, well, you deserve to have your head caved in because you, you compromise on your morals. It's a, to me, there's a very small step to, well, I might as well push you off a bridge. Uh, and mm. the Riddler was just that end point. Uh, and you saw it because, like, the way that Riddler watched people was the way that Batman watched people yes. through the mm. windows. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were mirroring each other. And you go, oh, one is just the worst version of the other. And But I really think that this Batman was going to end up with a Riddler. And that's why the Riddler was like, but we're the same. We've been working together. You, you did it all for me. He couldn't see, Riddler couldn't see that Batman wasn't like him yet. But he would have mm. become it if he hadn't. If, it, if the Riddler's plan hadn't worked, then... Batman may have ended up in a very bad place uh, yeah. in very, very quickly, very quickly. Yeah, because so. the, as far as the Riddler was concerned, he was exposing hypocrisy and he was exposing like crimes that, and mm. great horrible wrongs that had been committed and the, the yeah, dark really underbelly exposing. of the city, which he felt <laughs> what was what Batman was trying to do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really exposing, and- I think, uh, why you shouldn't trust orphans. Um, <laughs> very true yes <laughs> yes they're working people <laughs> sorry to any authors that, that actor that um uh, paul dano i don't know really who he is uh and I, i'm not really sure like he's not someone like oh that's that guy he was phenomenal as the riddler uh mm-hmm. and once again i probably jump around and and that that scene in the glass when in the in the cage he's like oh, you know i'll see you in hell and he's wearing you know, i told you to see you in hell and then it's when he is he's, he's doing the whole no no i had it all planned out and then he realizes that batman doesn't know the answers oh you're not as smart as you thought you are are you and then and then he's just singing ave maria and because he realizes mm. batman can't do anything with all yeah. his muscles he can't kick in the window and get him and, and he's and he, and he played his hand too early to prove he, you know, Batman yeah. was going. I'm not bad. You're bad. I'm good. You're a bad man. And 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 yeah. Oh, it was so nice. It was so so nice. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, you said it got, it got twisted around. It got twisted and changed really quickly. The energy changed. Of the, yeah. The, the who who was in control changed very quickly. Over well a well written scene. Sorry, I'm just just I'm no. Just it was and it, and it, and it's it's a counterpoint because I mean we've seen a version of that scene many many times throughout like uh, Batman films and, and it's so fascinating to see like this a different iteration of it like like it must be so hard to construct a scene like that you mm. know especially where the villain is saying we're not so different you and I. You know, mm, I mean, I mean, Catwoman yes. literally says that line. I think yeah, a little yeah. bit tongue in cheek in this movie, but you know, mm. like, like the villain is literally like saying, "We're not so different, you and I," and it's like that—that's such a cliche. And this movie finds a way to subvert that, and I think that's so brilliant. What's your take on the line when because Riddler says, 
your mask is amazing and i could be i could be i could be who i wanted to be because of my mask no shame no nothing could stop me and and like you're the same and i was trying to work out if the riddler thinks batman is the real person and we just know who Bruce Wayne is, but the- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he, I he's got, doing yeah. that thing. Yeah, exactly. He's doing that thing, which a lot of people sort of say, which is that Batman is the real, the real face, and Bruce Wayne is the mask. Mm. Um, it's that 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 again is almost a cliche, and they've found a, a new angle to to sort of approach it with, which right. I thought was yeah. really interesting. Um, the oh, the yeah. idea that the idea that like the these flamboyant villain sort of costumes are themselves uh, a, a, a way to sort of bring out their own sort of uh, psychoses and that's uh, that sort of thing. I think that's really mm. interesting. I think it was interesting that they never named the Riddler. You you never found, unless I missed something very important. He, no, he did. He went, hello, Riddler here. Like he named himself. No, sorry. As in, you don't know what his real name was. He was just an uh, orphan Edward, from. Edward Newton or Edward Norman. Uh, Ed, like Edward, Edward Nashton, which is often. Nashton. Yeah. Which is, I think at the moment, the canonical name that he's given like, like in the in the oh, comics wow. depending on he depending had- on where we're at in the comics like he basically his name is edward nashton and he, he literally changes his name to edward nigma for like branding purposes <laughs> he, he had he had two licenses when he gets arrested and That's he goes, right. which one are you freak and he goes you tell me you tell me which which is a nod to the comics because both of those names are names that he's been attributed to oh, in the in the comics right i see um, i told you I would forget stuff because I sort of thought the whole point was it didn't really matter who he was. Who he was was the Riddler. His, his yes, well, well, exactly, was- yeah. And, and again, like, like that, you're right. You're absolutely right. And, and so the movie sort of includes a fun Easter egg while also making a, a broader thematic point. And, <laughs> yeah. and later on in the movie it becomes really obvious because suddenly you have 15 to 20 Riddlers turn yeah, up. Exactly. And you're like, oh, yes. It doesn't matter, and they're all wearing, and they're all the Riddler, and they're all doing what he wants, and they could all be the Riddler at that point. Every one of them, or maybe not have the same brains as he has, but they could all do the thing he was going to do. Or as I called them, the Riddler's incel army. Mm. (laughs) That was spooky. Yeah, that was very spooky. That was like very, very on the on the nose, very, very apropos of this time of this period Mm. of history in America. To me, it reminded me, and this is. You know, um, if you remember the Christchurch shooter, which mercifully the media did such a good job of not reporting that guy's name that I could never remember what it is. So well done, everyone. He shouldn't (laughs) really be bothered with a name. But he was posting online and he live streamed to Facebook his whole attack and he had people on, I don't know if it was Reddit or another platform or something. Maybe it was 4chan. It was probably uh, 4chan. one. I think it was 8chan actually. Of course. Oh, H- yeah. One of, one of those ones. <laughs> and he was sort of broadcasting and he had all these people going, yeah, good on you. Go for it. And then people started mm. going, oh, my God, he's actually doing it. And then, you, you know, you had people sort of reacting, some of them obviously starting to go, wait, is this real? And then others going, yeah, go for it. And it's and that's what that reminded me of, that sense of joining in virtually, viscerally, and then slowly being, why not make it into the real world? You know, why not mm. mm-hmm. uh, do that? But, I mean, clearly Gotham's police department were not tracing the IT very well. I mean, the guy was putting <laughs> stuff all, up all over social media. No one thought to, um, nobody thought to... <laughs> You know, try and track him down via socials or something. Try and have a look at the internet chatter, see if anyone was responding to all of these crazy viral posts he was. Well, it did. It did create this movie. Did create like a funny meme for a hot minute, uh, where the Riddler had five hundred followers, and it's like, yeah. oh my god, so many. 
Um, yeah, that seemed low to me. <laughs> they didn't specify what platform he was on. I think yeah, it also well, doesn't. I think it's enough. You don't need to have ten thousand if you only need twenty guys to turn up and kill everyone. Well, that's like, right. But but they they, they say it. They say it as if like five hundred followers was like some insane, insanely oh, huge okay. amount. And yeah, I was just I, sort of like, uh, mm. it's, it's weirdly up, phrased. I didn't pick up on. It. I didn't. I didn't see that in it. What what I took from that was five hundred followers. Because the next line is some real fringe types. So I I thought it was more. This is the size of his army. That's I did. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't like an influencer. He was. No, totally. Put, yeah, yeah. He's put together an army of assholes, and it could be up to five hundred strong. Yeah, that's what I got took yeah. from that. Um, yeah, totally. I, I think that's what the movie wanted you to take from that as well. I like to be mm. fair, but but I, it is funny to hear someone go, "He's got five hundred followers." Mm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Does he have a blue tick? <laughs> 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 to be honest, he probably would. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Twitter, Twitter would give the like, Riddler a blue tick in a hot in a hot minute. And you know, you got the platforms going. Look, we respect free speech, so we <laughs> until he actually does like real violence. At the moment, he's just killing politicians and police officers. So until he does real violence. <laughs> Um, the next item on my list uh, was uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman oh. is amazing. Oh my god, just the yes. best! Uh, yes. Holy crap! Like maybe, like maybe MVP. Oh yeah. Like, oh no no uh, yeah yeah she's better than Batman. I oh man, like like yeah, like is, so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, and and the best Catwoman we've ever seen. The best Catwoman. by far. Easily. Even no one. I, I mean, just reading the comics and the Selena Kyle, that, that all those ones from the Catwoman comics, just insanely not not slavishly keeping to it but but everything about her being having this upbringing with prostitutes and having prostitute friends and being a cat burglar and yeah. i was just like yes 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 using sexuality you know when she kisses batman and and i was like my i was thinking oh that's lovely then i went wait did she just is she is she dragging Batman around by his penis at this point? Like, is, does she like him at this point, or is she just gone? He's a man. I snog him, and then he will just do what I want. I couldn't. I just don't know. I just don't know with this Catwoman, which is great, which is how it should be. Like, she sexuality is a weapon for this person. Yes, uh, and, and also her feet. feet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and her uh, nails. Yeah, she, oh God, yes, yes. Oh. Yeah, Falcon. Like she's got some really full on acrylics and she's even got like slits in her gloves so they like stick out of her gloves. Yes, I saw that. Gloves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so when she, she was when she was uh, torturing the, the cop uh with the information and then she his face was covered in scars and cuts mm. and she obviously slashing him up a bit. It was like, "Woof." Yeah. No, she was uh, Zoe Kravitz was just just insane. Just I, I yeah, I can't yeah, amazing. We are Patterson, I'm like, he was a good Batman. She was a phenomenal Catwoman. Yeah. Like uh, like she's arguably a tiny, the tiny person, and that was the only thing. Like, obviously, somehow she's learned all the circus skills and stuff. Uh, but when she like pulled Batman up the gantry at the end to like rescue him, obviously she's very strong, and I get it, and it's a fantasy. But she looks so small compared to him that 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 was just a bit stretching a bit of my believability. And it's <laughs> a very line? small. <laughs> that, was that was your line. That, that was Natalie's line. That was my line. Yeah, that was like a t- She's like five foot two. She's a tiny person mm. and like 50 kilos. So, you know, obviously she can hold her own. I get it. It's a fantasy thing. But like Pattinson must be a lot taller, a lot bigger. I mean, he was, Stu and I were talking about this because there was all that stuff about Robert Pattinson, like not bothering to 
get in shape. Zoe Kravitz was doing multiple types of karate training and circus training and fitness training. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm not really going to bother. But he seemed way big. Oh, it's 185. What's that? Just over six foot? Yeah. Yeah. He seemed massive compared to her. So obviously they he's, had him in He Batman looked really big. When, he, when Bruce Wayne took his shirt off and you realise he's this wiry, skinny guy. Like he's, he's, yeah. he, he had muscles. He wasn't unmuscled. Yes. He wasn't ripped. He wasn't uh, Batfleck. Yeah. No, no, and he wasn't. He wasn't a beefcake. He wasn't. Um, he wasn't doing sick CrossFit. No, yeah. no, he was. He was. <laughs> look, he was who he was. But when he put on the bat suit, he bulked him out, and he looked much bigger. Like, yeah. he was a big fella in that suit. And well, yeah. well, he, he does the thing. Like he, he's a, he's a more lithe sort of athletic looking Batman, which I quite, mm. I kind of like. I mean, I think mm-hmm. we've had like bulky armored Batman before. Mm. Not that, not that he doesn't wear armor. He, he was. Arm- he, he definitely <laughs> was armored. You were taking machine guns to the yeah, chest. Yeah, well, we were, I, I kind of that, that was one. That was the one aspect of it I I didn't like. I don't think Batman should just be soaking up bullets. Mm. I think he should be dodging the bullets. I think he, he should be it like yeah. pretty cool in that flashing dark room where there's just gunfire oh, that going room. on yeah. and him room. him looking terrifying once yes. again, walking to people, gritting his teeth because you know the impacts must be shockingly painful, and he's just walking up to people and and then you know I said breaking them in half. Uh, yeah, there is but, but again, very powerful about that. Exactly, but again, he does like there's an arc to that as well because he's taking bullet rounds most of the mm. like like most of the movie, and then the thing that almost does him in is that he just cops a shotgun blast like almost point blank to the like, chest, yeah. yeah, and it just knocks him for six, yeah. and then he has to he basically has to juice himself. He has to he, take yes. what I strongly suspect is venom. Ah, uh, uh, look, yeah, maybe. <laughs> You know, um, you know that they've left it deliberately ambiguous, but it is a vial of green liquid. Um, and you know, he suddenly like roids out and like he's back in the game. But yeah, like there's an art to that, like, like where he 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 start he gets relatively careless with like taking shots mm-hmm. until it finally like catches up with him. Mm. I think that guy just when that when when he roids up and just and demolishes that poor guy, he that man's face should be much more Fight Clubby. As oh, in yeah. that guy, he had like a broken nose. I'm like yeah. that man should just be. He had no, all his teeth should have been caved. He should in. be hamburger. Yeah, yeah, and and he's still talking. I'm, 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 but yeah, he should be hamburger. Yeah. Uh, and I and I was kind of. It sounds really weird, but I'm just kind of sad he wasn't because he kind of go no no no. Batman needed to have just needed to have gone too far slightly that this yes. is the moment where they're like no 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 yeah. no no don't kill him don't kill him batman and he that man should almost be dead yeah uh, I, and i think that was maybe to avoid an r rating or something mm. but i agree with you <laughs> which is hilarious uh, I, that they avoided an r rating in a movie where rats eat a man's face off yeah but you don't <laughs> see it <laughs> i do i just want to insert here because i think it's a good spot for it it was on my list but when he um he escapes in his bat suit I think it's that, and then he deploys the parachute. Oh, and, wow. oh is he in the car? no, he's on his oh bike. My God. I think he's on right. his bike, and he deploys the parachute, which catches on a bridge overhead, and then it's no, 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 no. Here, no, no, he no, jumps no. off a building. It, it's it's he's it's obviously never used it before. It's a wingsuit, but he, it's the wingsuit. Yeah, it was that version of like the Batman yes. wings from the Nolan yeah. films. Yeah, yeah, it was. That's real. It's and real. He, I like the fact when he jumps up, that he actually jumps onto the edge and he goes, ah, yeah, he, he freaks out for a second. Yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't want to fall to his death. And, yes. And you're like, oh, what were you planning there, Batman? <laughs> it was, but what I loved is that he gets uh, pulled by his parachute to break his fall yep. and then he just gets thrown. Like that was obviously part of his cape. It catches so on the bridge. It catches on the bridge and it, it hits catches the truck. On the, 
Yeah, and then it throws him into the street and he just goes yes. boom, 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 yeah. boom. And then he has to get up and he's like, ah. Yeah, and he he's is. Hurt. He's, and he's I really was hurt. like, that's yeah. how I got out of bed this morning. Thank you, Batman. Thank you <laughs> for you vocalising. So I was so angry. Thank you for vocalising on- how hard it is to get up from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you say people, you know, the lines and you, you, Natalie's line. I got really angry at people reviewing this and talking because I watched a lot of reviews after I saw it. And, and then I was like, you've missed a freaking point. You know, like people like, are very angry at the reviewers. But one of them <laughs> went, it's real dumb. Like he glides down. And what was he going to do? It is, you know, you can't land in a wingsuit. I mean, he deployed a parachute. He was going to parachute. It went horribly wrong because yeah. he's he's a man and he's never done this before. And he, mm. and he fucks up and almost dies. I don't understand what you missed here that wasn't heroic superhero <laughs> landing he almost died and and the only yeah. reason that he survived it because he's batman and he has and he, and this batman i think his power superpower is his will he has unstupid yeah. levels of will yeah and mm. and he and he'll go and everything hurts and everything sucks but he will push through it uh you know and just yeah i, I was so yeah <sighs> I, I had things to say about that. <laughs> no, that's true. I, I hope I've you seen commented a lot of... on the YouTube on the YouTube comment section, Greg. <laughs> I hope you left comments. I am not a crackpot. I am not a crackpot. You are wrong. I've definitely seen in in just the few hours since I've seen the film. I kind of uh, read a lot of the reviews that I've been putting off uh, over the last mm. week or so uh, to to see the movie with fresh eyes. And I, I I've noticed that too. Is that a lot of people seem to have either missed the, the very glaringly obvious point of the movie mm. uh, or that they seem to have, uh, you, you're right, like they're picking up on stuff that the movie is telling them. Like like the idea that someone would see that and say, oh, what did he think was going to happen? And it's like, mm. what are you talking about? Yeah. Like the movie <laughs> says, like he's, he's this is year two, you know, mm. like, like he's still, like he's Batman, but he's still figuring stuff out. He's been yeah. riding around on a bike. Yes. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. No, 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 how you're wonderful. Right. How wonderful. Because he has to. You can't. You can't zip line around a city in reality. You can't. It doesn't work. Physics says no. You're not Spider Man. Yeah. So he has to get around quickly from point to point, and you're not going to use a car, so you use a motorcycle. Absolutely. And what I love, you're not going to use an extremely conspicuous car, uh, which we could, we'll get to because oh, that's another please. item on my list. A Batmobile okay. that's a car. Thank you very I'm, much. I, I'm going to, I'll just, I'll stop because uh, I, uh, yeah, oh, I, I need to calm down a bit. I'm yes. sorry. I just, I'm just. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll just, just to finish my thought, like please. I was basically just saying, like, I love the fact that um, he very clearly has to, rapidly like take off key parts of his costume mm-hmm. and, and then like you know put his put his thing on and then he'll get to where he's going and he gets redressed like i love yes, that yes. Like, we this never actually see that happen but 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 that's definitely happening he's putting on eye makeup happening. at one he's, point yeah. he's putting it on with this bat, bat the bat mask in front of sorry natalie i'm talking over you no it's okay i just wanted to know like the logistics of him his 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 suit has to be quite big heavy armor but he mm. manages to get well, it all in a He's backpack. carrying a backpack. Oh, is he carrying freaking Mary Poppins carpet bag that, with the endless deep, <laughs> you know, pockets? What's going on, Bruce? Like, how is he getting everything into that one backpack? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like the fact that you can still see his eyes when he's, you know, he's got like his his face sort of wrapped in a scarf against the wind or something, but you can still mm-hmm. see his eyes have got the eye makeup on. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's. It, I just found that quite funny that he somehow manages to there's one moment where 
Oh, in the church when they have that that the memorial for the mayor yeah. who's killed and gets crashed by the DA who's been um, had a bomb strapped around his neck and has been forced to mm. drive in and crash uh, with a bomb ticking by the Riddler. And then Bruce somehow, he saves the mayor's kid and then somehow he's able to get home, get changed <laughs> and come that back. That was hours later though, hours and hours later. I that know, I know. It wasn't it, hours later. He could he could leave, he could get out. I mean, no one knows where he is. Well, and so. also like we get the we get the impression that he's not living in stately Wayne Manor in upstate, mm. upstate Gotham. <laughs> he's living in like a penthouse. Like he's living in Wayne Tower. Wayne he's Tower, living, exactly. Yeah, he's living under the corporation that he runs, just in his I mean, weird gothicy roof. It's a, it's a bit of an Edgar Allan Poe fan site, like oh, that whole. It tower. is amazing. It's lovely. <laughs> I, I know what you mean, Natalie, but also it basically is probably designed by the same person who designed the Ghostbusters Tower because it has that same feeling of gothic <laughs> weirdness. Uh, it's. No, I, I know it doesn't make sense, but I love that too. I just thought that was great. Oh, uh, it's, that he actually, it's fantastic styling, like set design. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if his it's been costume, nominated many but I, I love the fact this is this is. The, I went back and watched just bits on YouTube of of um um uh, uh, ba- um um uh, Batman. No, oh, crap. Sorry, the <laughs> Batman Begins Batman suit. That stuff. And I went, that looks ridiculous to me now. To utterly ridiculous. <laughs> it's weird. He has this weird neck and his weird and everything. His head's weird and it's all huge and he's yeah. got this big bobble head. I was like, oh, I used to think that was cool. And now I'm looking at the new Batman. And going, that's how it should be. His head is, is he literally is wearing a mask, but so, but so you can't just cut his head off. He's wearing, I don't know what you call it, but it's like, um, like a, like a armored hurt locker sort of thing. It's yeah. a hurt locker mm. thing of uh, an armored, yeah, like a bomb proof thing. So you can't just stab him and you could stab under through it, but things like that. I was like, so you can just turn his head around. He can just move and look up and down, but he's still armored to a degree. Can yeah, I say a neck. potentially, oh. can I say a potentially, uh, hot take? Mm. Um, while, while I love this version of the um, of the costume, and I think it works really well in context in this movie, like as, as something that he has obviously made himself, like like that's mm. the the whole point of it, and it kind of echoes the Riddler almost, like you know, quite mm. quite deliberately, like this homemade costume sort of thing, um, that, that's still quite functional and very tactical. I kind of want when we eventually get a new version of Batman, which we inevitably will. I would love for them to finally get back to just like a costume. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I'd love for them to get back to, you know, it's not like tactical Pure body armor. <laughs> he's wearing he's wearing a, a fucking bat suit because it's freaky and scary, and will make criminals shit themselves when they when they see him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, like that, that's I'd really like for them to to get back to that idea. Like this uh, this idea that it has to be this tactical battle armor. I feel kind of misses the point of kind of misses the point slightly, but but that's like more that's more a me thing. I think I think I'm definitely in the minority on that one. But you know, just just the I, idea like that armored collar as 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 much sense as it makes in universe, it just kind of annoys me because it breaks up his silhouette. Like I want him to look like the that sleek sort of Batman look. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> He, yeah, he. This is not a Batman who's going it does, to I'm lift his pictures. cape up and and make a big bat symbol. No, that's right, exactly. Him, and and not. I kind of I kind of like that Batman. I I, I mm. like the the theatrical Batman. You know what I mean? I'm looking at photos of the bat suit right now, and as you're mentioning that neck thing, it kind of does look like a very uh, fancy skivvy. Like he's a little bit French. You know, he's a little bit continental. <laughs> he's, he's rich. He wears turtlenecks. That, that's that's right. like Michael yeah. Keaton did. He that's wore yeah. That's canon. 
Yeah, it's just what he does. He's a rich boy. I we, love the suit. I, I know what you mean, Stu. I, I understand where you're coming from with that. I, I can see where you, what, why you're saying it. I really like this bat suit. I, I kind of wish it wasn't quite as bulletproof as it seemed to be. I he's wish just could take, soaking up bullets. He is. I wish it could take a bullet and then knock him down and he comes back and, he, and, he, and he's like, uh, you know, let's not do that again. Uh, but yeah, you're right. He, he can, he's basically invulnerable to bullets, which is a bit weird because he's, he's not Superman. So, yeah. Um, we were talking, we, we got started talking about the Batmobile earlier, and I think oh, we should do that oh, um, because, oh, oh man, with that thing started oh, up. Oh, I almost wet myself. It's so good. I, I, I had a moment. I just went, and the, and they play it really well. The Penguin's looking, and, and, and Gordon's, everyone's just looking, because it's like, you know, hey, Vengeance, you got to take money from me. You could steal my money. And then and, and he thinks, he's all, and he comes around the corner to point his gun at where he thinks... Well, it's Catwoman and it's not Batman. And then it's just that. Yep. And, you, and I just went yeah. and I could feel my bowels loosen. I just went, oh, it was so good. <laughs> it was like a it was like a monster had just been activated. It was yes. Just, yes. Jesus Christ. And then what's even more exciting is he stalls it. <laughs> he stalls it. He's like, brum, brum. And he get the, the you get the jet coming out the back and it's all blue lights and blue sorry, blue jets and yellow flame. And everyone's like, the fuck is this thing? And then he jerks it forward and it goes, and it just stops. And it gives him time to all run away. And and that's the only reason they didn't get run down by the Batmobile is because Batman fucked up his entrance. <laughs> I think it's, which is, I think it's, sorry, the language. I apologize for the language. But the it just is amazing. I just think that's so good. Uh, it was just like, oh, everything about this is Yeah, I, I had seen a lot of talk um, in the lead up to it that, that they had made a deliberate choice to make the Batmobile a car again, mm. um, mm-hmm. as opposed to like a tank, which it has been for the last <laughs> like few few iterations. Yep. Um, and, and I love that. I, I love that because like, you know, it's a car. Like, like he's driving mm. on city streets, you know, mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, it has to mm. be able to like, you know, use the infrastructure that's available, you know, and he, he, like the, the tumbler as cool as the tumbler is like, it really did stretch the, the supposedly grounded believability mm. of, of that particular Batman that he's basically driving around in, a, in an ATV. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I just think, and, and the idea that it's like just this insanely souped up, <laughs> like muscle car <laughs> the jet engine with with a jet basically a jet engine strapped to it which is kind of what the burton batman batmobile was mm. as well like it was yeah. basically one big like jet engine with a car built around it well it was um, a, which is it was a drag car like a drag racing car yeah it was it was it was built like a drag racing car whereas this one is far more is obviously designed as like a an all purpose like you know intimidation car which i love <laughs> i just love it's a oh. weapon of war. Yeah. I read, I read, it wasn't in the movie, but I did read that this Bruce Wayne, uh, one of the things he did, you know, because he lost his family, he was, wasn't well in the head. And before he became Batman, he got really into drag racing. And so he built that car. He actually built that, the Batmobile. Yes. Well, well we, we see so at one point, we, we see him like working on it. Like, like mm. he's like, he's got mm. like the, the engine parts all laid out and stuff. So he's like put that thing together from the ground up. Yep. <laughs> That's purposely built it's insane. Just, oh, like like uh, it's it's a, an entirely <laughs> custom car, and I just I love yeah. it so much. Yeah, it's like so good. <laughs> it's, so it's so good. So, it's so good. That whole scene that that's one of the best road scenes I've ever seen. Uh, where like he's going after the penguin, and the penguin's like, "Come on, come on, do what you're gonna do," and he gets rammed. Like, this guy is crazy. And it's like, oh, it's like, oh, hang on, you were asking six seconds ago, and then he, when he you realize how powerful that vehicle is, and it's gonna 
cut you in half. Uh, it's like, whoops, I've yeah. made a terrible error. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. And then the, and then the, that just, I love the fact that this Batman doesn't stay stoic. Like he grunts in pain. He, yes. like even when he, like, when he gets out, he, he goes, ah, and he activates the, uh, and he activates the, the, the flamethrower at the back and off he goes. And it's like he's, <laughs> yeah. he's angry and he's, 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 he's elemental. He's, he's emotional because he's not well in the head. No, um, <laughs> that's right. As previously <laughs> so, established. Yeah. And that scene, like he, he, you know, like, I got you, I got you, I got you. And then you see the battle wheel fly. flying. ramps the, the flaming wreck. <laughs> oh, yes. And then you, and you just poor Penguin just, like, in trouble. And then the, and you got Batman walking towards with the flame. And Penguin's just shitting himself at this point. Because <laughs> he's just like, oh, this man's not well. This man is... Oh dear! Like you know, when you realize, <laughs> oh, I've got crazy. Because at one point earlier on, with the penguin, he's like, "Come on, sweetheart!" You know, "Oh, the mayor! Oh yeah, I didn't notice." And Batman throws him into the wall, mm. and and penguin goes, "Do you know my reputation?" And he goes, "Yeah, do you know mine?" And yeah. and, and they it's like crazy off. Who's the craziest? And then later on in the car scene, I was just talking about it's. You realize, oh no, no, penguin, you're not the craziest person yeah. here by no. far. This guy is a level of nuts you cannot deal with. Uh, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are a part-time crimer. You thought you were all that in a bucket of chips, and here comes Batman, and he's like, "Oh no, oh dear, we, oh, he's gonna." And, and that, it's it, it could have been silly, but yeah, Batman walks up to an upside-down car, and then he just gets on one knee and just looks at the penguin. Well, he turns just- he turns upside down, and then they flip the the perspectives, so like they're both the right way up. Oh yes, yes, oh, that's right. it's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. I did just- find that a bit <sighs> strange. I'm going to say. That the him upside down and the the penguins on his head and he just sees you know Batman's boots walking towards him and you see it upside down and that's very cool and then you see Batman kind of go peekaboo from around. The oh God, I don't. Oh, it, once it, again, I did, I I saw it as it's just that once again it's it's for me it's like the monster under the bed. Yeah, it's he he comes around the corner and it, and he's looking at you. And you're like, I can't get away from this guy. I'm trapped in the car, and and he's proven that he's a bit weird. And I took, isn't that funny? I missed. This, I read that very differently. I didn't see it as a. It was very, very worrying. It's that once again that implacable, unstoppable, slow moving danger yep. uh, that this Batman is. Not many Batman have ever been. Well, that, that's um, the thing. the The idea of this Batman is an unstoppable force, and. Mm. I think that's reflected in the final item on my list, which is uh, Giacchino's theme for this oh, Batman yes. is so good. Again, <laughs> because it's just this dun 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 dun. You know, it's and Natalie rightly pointed out. Um, it's it's like one note away from being the Imperial March. Oh. Yeah, it's, you know? it's almost it's, it's Imperial March meets a funeral dirge. Yes, exactly, and, and, and that's exactly how it should be. As in, once again, when you hear that music playing, you know you're in trouble at that point. Yeah, that's uh, it. It's used in the same way that a horror movie uses the theme. You know, like like where where the the monster is coming. Yes, yes, you know yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> except and, and then even like like later on in the film, where where you have moments where like there would be in a different. In a different Batman movie, there would be a more heroic theme that would play. Mm-hmm. They just play that theme just more so, you know? <laughs> like when he when he dives in to like beat up all those uh, Riddler goons, mm. you know, they, they just like, da, 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 da. It's just, you know, it's fantastic. I love it. It's mm. so good. Yeah. 
He gets caped. I love the fact that yes. they grab his cape and drag him off balance with his cape, which is great. And and it's attached to his neck permanently, so it doesn't like pop off or anything. He's like, oh no, and he manages to get out of it, uh, which I love. So he's jumping around again. I I want to say about this Batman. This Batman isn't a ninja. He has no ninja powers. No, or no. no he he's a pugilist. He yes. is. He 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 comes. I mean, he he has martial arts training. He's a very and, experienced fighter, but he's not. A ninja like the he, Christian Bale yeah. Batman was. No, like none of like all the other Batmans like that can fly kick, and you notice that when he fights Catwoman, who does seem to be a ninja, and she's high kicking and low kicking, and she's flipping around, and he just waits and then like blocks her punches, and then just grabs her and throws her to the floor. Yeah, or he because yeah. he's not trying to hurt her, or he you know he she ducks left, dodges right, and then he just grabs her and flips her onto a table and uses her momentum against her. He always seemed to be this kind of once again this 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 explosive energy batman more mm. so than a more so than a leap over your head batman that yeah. you know, do do karate or something it's although to that a, point he's, he's a not plyometric he's... batman plyometric <laughs> batman <laughs> but but he's not he's not like he's not he, he's very efficient right mm. and I, I find that really interesting like like he's not uh you know he's he's brutal mm. but he's not overly like like he's not it's when when he does towards the end like really start going nuts on that guy mm. it's upsetting and strange because up until now he has been brutally efficient mm-hmm. when he when yeah. he 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 will he will put you down in as few moves as necessary to make sure you don't get back up again mm. you know like yeah. he's just gonna he's gonna go bam 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 and then you'll be on the floor and you can't move yeah, you know, yeah. like like your that's the point. Yeah, your leg's broken. Something something horrible has happened to you, um, <laughs> and now you're not going to get back up again and bother him again. That's <laughs> yeah. that, that's how this Batman operates. Is he is ruthlessly efficient, um, yeah. which I think is something we haven't quite seen. Bale Bale's Batman was sort of like that, uh, but uh, the Bale's Batman specifically kind of used that that Salat sort of style mm. of fighting. Which Krav Maga, I, I, I think. Krav Maga, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but what I didn't like about that, the one thing I didn't like about that was that a big part of that style is that when you're in a defensive position, you kind of put both hands near mm. your near your arms, near, near mm. your head. And Bale's Batman in fight scenes would often enter them just with his both his arms sort of sticking up on either side of his head, mm. which mm. I never liked. I, I never liked that sort of thing, even though it was very functional. Um, whereas this Batman, like they've, they've found a happy medium, I think between a, a more cinematic sort of style of fighting, but also being just ruthlessly efficient. Like he's just mm. putting, putting dudes down in two punches because he knows exactly where to hit them. Mm. Which uh, led to that great line, Commissioner Gordon. Uh, hey, God, man, I, I couldn't you have pulled your punch? <laughs> I did. I did. I was like, yeah. oh, it's, oh, thank you. Thank you, Batman. It's a gag. It's a bat gag, everyone. There it is. <laughs> Here's the joke in the movie. Enjoy. Well, I've seen, yeah, here's your one joke. I have seen people say that this movie is humorless, and I don't think it nope. is humorless. There, there are three jokes in it. Well, there's technically four. I've got them written down here. Do you mind if I tell you the joke? Please do. Please do. Okay. I told you. I told you. To, I told you to pull your punch. I did. There's jokes. That's an early one. Thumb drive. There's another Thumb one. Drive. Oh yeah, that was great. And, uh, and him looking human. down. Him looking down, going, "You got a lot of cats." Not really a joke, but mm. just his kind of him being human. <laughs> and in her line, God, that did things to me. She she's looking. She just because that way that woman can look at someone. She 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 kind of goes, "I have a thing for strays." And then she her eyes flick up and down. Just mm-hmm. flick up and, and I just went. 
<clears throat> sorry, I, I need a moment. I need a moment. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Oof, Jesus Christ, lady. How can you, in one line and one eye flick and a lounge backwards, say all sorts of things, terrifying yes. things, uh, just, <laughs> just crazy. And then the, and the other one was the other kind of joke is when she's breaking into the Catwoman's breaking into the safe and he just suddenly hears a voice and he goes, you're good at that. As she opens the safe. And I just love that moment. He just announces his presence by going, you're good at that. And then he's like, ha tries to beat him up. They're so not really joke jokes, but yeah, the, these moments of kind of dry joking. witticisms. Yes. Yeah. This, yeah. I, I was, I, mean, I think that's it. I think that's, the only jokes that there there's are. also um Gordon Gordon gets a good line where Batman that they're they're entering the old uh, orphanage and Batman says oh, no yeah. no guns he's like I don't know man that's kind of your thing <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes and rightly so like hang on you're the jacked up vigilante and body armor with with gadgets I'm a cop I'm, I'm a, a cop I, I carry a gun come on yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, forgive me if I if I have to use this weapon uh <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny I like that line I laughed a lot at that line um. That's my list, guys. Um, so, Natalie, uh, do you have your list? And do we have we had a lot of crossover or have you identified we some other had, parts? We have had some crossover. I'll try to skip the ones or at least just sort of acknowledge them and move on we quickly. Can just, you can say them again and we can have another conversation. I have a lot yeah. to say. Let's do it. <laughs> Three hours, well, just like the movie. Let's go. The first thing I wrote was Big Cargo Boom Boom. Oh, Big Cargo uh, Boom Boom. Sure does. <laughs> Oh, that did it, between that and Catwoman, it did terrible things to me. Terrible things. All sorts <laughs> equally, I don't know which one actually is, but no, no, the car. Now I take it back. It's that car. <laughs> Holy shit, that car! Uh, uh, I said Colin Farrell. <laughs> who? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. I, d- I, I didn't have him on my list, but he is—he is unrecognizable in the best I did, way. I I did say to Sue that this is a really interesting phenomenon because he clearly is a good actor as any to be able to pull off this very very physically and vocally different character than he himself is but also why not just get an actor who looked that way and (laughs) you know why why get all the prosthetics I mean it, it feels a bit I don't mean this negatively but I'm like I'm wondering if that was sort of a bit of stunt casting that people you know, the whole point is you are unrecognisable. Or maybe was it something that Colin Farrell wanted to do? Did he yeah, come in and yeah. say, you know what, I want you to ugly me up, I want the scars, I want the gold teeth, I want the jowls, I want the hooked nose, I want the recli- uh, reclining hair, receding hair, uh, this is the voice I'm working on, I want the padding, you know, give it all to me. I just am intrigued that, you know, in an industry where people – pay to go and watch people, they know what they look like. It, it, it is still an interesting thing when people go, I, I'm totally unrecognisable. Like, for example, Charlize Theron played the serial killer Eileen Wernos in Monster mm. and everyone mm. praised her. She won the Oscar because she had this incredible transformation, which I think is like, oh, my God, she gained 10 kilos and wore fake teeth. Uh, <laughs> a big note, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she still looked like Charlize Theron with stuff on. There, there was no trace of Colin Farrell. So, like, an no. admirable job, but why not just hire an actor? There's plenty of – I've seen plenty of actors who look just like that on Law and & Order and, you know, there's but a maybe, lot of – But maybe they can't bring what Colin Farrell can bring, which is a level of crazy and a level of – he is a pretty intense actor. Yeah, that's like, true, true. He, he is – I mean, I, I, he yeah, he, he, when he does a role, even like Bullseye in, that, in the crappy Daredevil yes. movie, he's amazing – as bullseye, this, you know, this wide-eyed murderer, 
uh, and he does he does a lot with very little. And this time he did a lot with a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know what you mean because I still can't. I still can't. I've seen it twice, and I was listening for Colin Farrell. I I don't think if if someone is, if I didn't know it was Colin Farrell, I would never never in a million years. No, never ever no. ever ever ever. There's nothing. There's no Colin Farrell as far as I'm aware in that role. Mm. Um, and that's yeah, crazy, 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 crazy. Which I mean, so, some of that is is prosthetics, but I mean, so much of that is the performance. Like he's completely disappeared into that role. Mm. Mm. I like the fact he he um he does actually waddle at one point when, yes. when he's when he's tied up. So he's tied up, and there's this little, and he kind of waddles after them. And I went, "That's this. That's that's definitely a a, a choice." Oh yeah, that yeah. was gets, that was and, the and, other joke that I was going to say that was a joke is is when he says, "Hey, I'm still here. Have you guys realized that I'm still here? Yeah, you're leaving me yeah. here." Um, uh, well, the other he also goes, "World's greatest detective." Like, thank you very much. Well done, well done, the writer for that one. I love it. <laughs> thank you. As they're screwing up the great riddle, I just thought it was so clever. That was such a good. La, they, they they think it's la. They and they keep he keeps saying it. They even told us they went. Uh, was it Larada something or other? The bat with wings, and he's like Larada. Oh, his oh the Riddler. He's not as smart as he thinks he is. His Spanish is terrible. They say it three times, mm. and you realize no, his Spanish is great. He was using the wrong ones because he wanted no L. He wanted he was saying L so L uh, L Rada whatever it was. Yeah, and, yeah. and they say it should be La. Yes. It should be La, not L. But no, no, because he was saying you are L. As in, not you are the bat with wings, though he was. Oh, it was yes. so clever. I was like, I love it when they tell you that earlier on. And everyone's like, what a mook. What an idiot. He can't even speak the Spanish <laughs> right. And mm. then you're like, oh, that's a bit weird. What a, what a, I didn't think at the time. Later on, you're like, no, no, no. He's the Riddler. He did it for a reason. And it's taken you this long to work it out. What, like, did, oh, you, so what did you guys think of the quality of the riddles in this one? Because there, there was no C is for Catwoman in this. Uh, no. <laughs> This I that riddle especially. Sorry, go sorry. I thought they were so much better than the uh, dodgy one from the Val Kilmer Batman Forever. <laughs> that, that one was so dodgy. How he kind of came at the answer, whereas this one was proper riddles. Like, what does a liar do when he's dead? He lies still. He okay, lies great. Still. And I actually, I was very proud of myself. I actually wrote pinged the orphan one before he went. It's an orphan. Mm. I pinged that, and I was like, oh, I'm very proud of myself. I think I might have. Have hits you in the arm, going. Look, I picked. I picked orphan, mostly she, she because did. I was I can like, confirm. "It's got to be an orphan." Uh, orphans cause all the trouble. That's that's my. <laughs> he people have been complaining about the riddles because Batman just solved them, and you're like, "Well, no. One, he doesn't just solve it. The whole movie hinges on one. He just doesn't solve. So they're wrong in that way." But more to the more to the point, he's Batman, and he's clever enough to get the simple ones like justice, bribes, mm. and that's fine. I don't. I don't. I, I was like, "Yeah, sure, cool." That's what he does. That's he's Batman. He's not just a thug who punches you. He uh, he's a clever dude, and this story needs to progress. You can't have him going ten minutes going. Oh, I don't know. Hang on, let me let me call a friend. <laughs> you know, it's just well, it would be like that. It would. I don't know whether you've seen this one, uh, Greg, but uh, the, the 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 bad man uh, version of oh, yes. of the yes. Riddler, where he's like <laughs> he's trying to the the answer is bullet, and he's sitting there going, "Hang on, I just need to. Is it is it bats?" Is the answer bats? You know, and just, <laughs> the Riddler's getting really frustrated. He's like, the answer is bullets. It's bullets. Wait, wait. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I'll get it. I'll get it. It's well, uh, yeah, the riddle. I, I like the riddles a lot in this one. I enjoyed them a lot, yes, because it was one of those things where I feel like I could figure it out, whereas the 66 one was obviously nonsense and the Val Kilmer one was just such a stretch that 
you know, you couldn't really put that together. Whereas these were like, oh, if you thought about it, you could get it. Um, I also I, like to point out Riddler's, Riddler couldn't come up with a good riddle on the spot because what's what's black and blue and dead all over you? I'm like that sucks, Riddler. But also, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. it's because you, you, you're in a room by yourself and you didn't expect this to go down this way. So yeah. you literally came up with that on the fly, and you he, just proved that you, you, you suck. Like he you. totally cribbed all those um, riddles from Reddit. That was a total. Creep. Yeah, he went to riddles.com. <laughs> I wrote down on my list uh, emo vampire Batman because, you know, he does. How dare um, you? <laughs> no, no, only, only because the last couple of Bruce Waynes have been fairly clean cut in the hair department, whereas Robert mm. Pattinson was sort of had a bit of a shag going on. That's true. So had a bit of a Well, he wanted shag. to, but she left. She went to Bloodhaven. Yeah, she went to Bloodhaven hey, instead. Hey, about hey. hey, it. Uh, well, speaking yeah. of bikes, um, Wait, that sounded rude. I mean, they what? <laughs> left yeah. on a bike. They kind of they kind of sh- changed ways. They they went. She went left, yeah. and he went right on bikes. Subtle, subtle imagery. Uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I've referred to this already, but, but I race. said, you know, he he got around. Batman got around on a bike. I was like, he's he's Batman, the bike messenger. Mm. Um, and it would it, it would have been funny to see him actually dressing, but obviously it would have under under uh, <laughs> undermined the. So they the kind of show it a little. They do show it a little bit at the start. They do. Yeah. Uh, Drops, uh, that's the drug of choice for Mm. Gotham. Uh, Is it meth? Is it heroin? Is it an actual name? Is it a made-up name? capital D drugs. Mm. Capital D, don't do drops. I guess you can show people, you can show people taking, like the DA taking the drugs, the drops, and you're not going to get in trouble with someone for showing someone injecting something or eating a pill or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are drops of drugs you can put in your eye, I guess, but it's not considered a normal way you would inject a drug or you would ingest a drug. So it's it's different enough that you can show it and show people doing it without, yeah, without going, hey, kids, take drugs. Uh, I wrote also Zoe Kravitz is excellent, but she's sort of always viewed uh, from a from a looking down perspective because so many of her scenes are talking with Batman. Uh, or other people. She's so short that you only ever see her face like angled upwards. It's a very mm. interesting phenomenon that I noticed. You kind of the, the one of the few times you see her front on is when she's going through the club wearing the the secret um, recording contact mm. lenses, mm. and you sort of see her walking through front on. But so many times she's seen at an angle, which is obviously you know a good she's angle tiny. for her. <laughs> she's, she's, yeah. she's stunning. Uh, yes, I. I um, there, there was the whole subplot with Falcone was her father. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I, I, I don't know if it maybe was necessary, but I guess it, I suppose it meant that, you know, she wanted to kill him once he sort of confessed that he killed her mother. But she was kind of there because he'd killed her friend, Annika, the Russian mm. or Eastern European or something. She, German maybe. Um, I didn't quite understand why Annika was killed. I think it was because Falcone. She told someone Cause, about uh, Falcone. Because the no, 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 the um, the the plan. Because Falcone asked her, so hey, you know, what did what did the um, DA tell you? And she was like, oh, he said that you made some deal or something. Oh, he told you that, did he? Oh, so she basically stupidly got involved or found out information about Falcone, the thing that got you know that got splashed across the uh, the airwaves. 
she 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 got information from the DA or found just talked to the DA. I don't think she wanted the information from the DA. She yeah. she he told us something because he was a bit of a gregarious guy. He just went blah. You're pretty. I'll tell you shit. And then and then that ended very badly for her. Uh, yeah, and remember the other woman. The- remember the other woman that was with him. Sorry, with the DA was like, I don't want to hear this. She actually specifically goes, I don't want to hear this, and walked away. And Captain yes. went after her. Yes. So that was a smarter girl who was like, No, 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 no! Don't say words in front of me. I'm leaving. Bye. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's but where Annika seemed to sit there or couldn't get away or whatever. Yeah, like, or didn't understand. Um, I did want to shout out uh, Colson, the DA. That was uh, Peter Skarsgård. Um, I'm a bit of a fan of Peter Skarsgård. That's a Skarsgård. That's a a Skarsgård. Can I just say? Sorry, go on. Yep. It wasn't the one from Thor. That's the dad. (laughs) It wasn't the one who was it in the remake of it. That's the younger brother. (laughs) And it wasn't uh, Alexander, the hot one from True Blood, who was shirtless all the time, Mm -hmm. who for some reason is my personal favourite. But actually, uh, I would say (laughs) Peter Skarsgård is – probably the best actor of them I would suggest. He's very good. If you haven't seen it yet, Dope Sick is on Disney Plus and he's in that. Funnily enough, as a DA, I think, or a maybe a state attorney or something. He's he's like a state attorney. I don't know if it's district attorney, but he works as a lawyer. Uh very different lawyer. A, a good lawyer in that one, but he's very good in it. He's very he's a very good screen presence. So I think he for such a for such a sort of a ridiculous situation as being padlocked with a bomb around your neck, strapped, <laughs> yes. a phone strapped to your hand and forced to drive into a funeral and somehow, you know, not kill everyone, everyone ducked in time. Uh, he plays it really well. Like you genuinely believe his fear and he, he would rather die than name the, the rat. He, um, he made me feel so shout something. Out to Peter well, well, well before that, when he goes, he goes, oh, you left the club. And he's like chasing down the pretty girl as in cat, Catwoman. Hmm. And, and, and I, 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 <laughs> I actually felt sorry for him. He's like, "Hey, so uh, my car's just there," and 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 then she's like, uh, and just jumps and leaves into the cab and leaves. And he's like, "Okay, can I call you?" And he just stops speaking halfway through, and he realizes he has no chance. And then he's like, "Okay, see you later." And then he just has this t- hangdog head down, like, I, and I actually went, "Oh, oh, oh you're about to die, and now you've had a really bad night." <laughs> <laughs> it's this weird moment of okay, he's yeah. a bad guy, but also just like Jesus, like he he yeah he he acted the shit out of what I thought was a very relatable thing of hey uh, you're pretty we should hang oh okay he bye. seems yeah he seems more stupid he seems more stupid than evil if that makes sense like his he gave it was all up for ten grand not- it was nothing yeah sorry God yeah it was ten grand a month he said oh. Oh, was it a month? That makes more sense. Which is significantly more, but it's still it's still pretty low numbers when it comes down to it. So I feel like he's more the stupid blabber than and the careless one rather than the strictly evil one. Hmm. And that's why um, Batman doesn't tr- really yes, want to rescue him. I, I also but, had a yeah. question about I also had a question about him. Uh, <laughs> he really got a convenient park there right outside the club. I mean, that looked like a place with not a lot of parking, and yet somehow he scored a beautiful park right in front of the door. Does, it was very he convenient. Does work for he, he went, "Hey, I want to come to the club." To that was his car. No, no, that's not that weird. He he's involved in a serious. Yeah, but you would crime. think that he wouldn't maybe take his car. As you said, he's a bit thick. Yeah, but but my point is, like, Batman has to send in Catwoman wearing the sexy contact lenses to notice that he's there. He could have just run his license plates and done a. You know, cruise by the club. 
No, 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 no. Remember, the Iceberg Lounge is the club, Hello? and then the 44 Under is the club within the club. He didn't mm. know he was in the Iceberg Lounge. No, so he thought he was in the Iceberg Lounge, which is just a, a club. It's, it's, not the, it's not the mob club. He didn't, Batman didn't even know about the mob club. So the DA was in the mob club uh, uh. later on. And so that's, am I, I think I'm right there. So it's, it's, yeah. So that's, that was the weird, that's, you know, yes. He can go to clubs. He's allowed to go to clubs, isn't he? Probably not. He's a man in his forties or fifties. He probably shouldn't be clubbing. But anyway, either the end of there. Uh, yeah. I think there's more to it than that. Unless I'm wrong. Ring in, ring in if I'm wrong. That's fine. I wanted to say that Paul Dano is so cute and baby faced when you eventually see him like in the cafe <laughs> getting arrested. And like he's so baby faced, like they've that, really made him. That's kind of his, his whole shtick as an actor, too. Is that is that sort yes. of that sort of thing? Looks baby faced. He could play. Evil. He could play Garth from Wayne's World. If they ever, if they ever do a reboot, he should play Garth. He looks very similar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I thought he, yeah, he was very good. I also, I was trying to work out if there was some sort of mystery behind Bella Real, who was the mayoral candidate. Mm-hmm. Who somehow won the election, even though nobody else seemed to be running once the mayor was killed? Uh, <laughs> yes. yes, her main, yeah. her main uh, opponent uh, died horribly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which, so by very... the way, that was that was Rupert Penry Jones. If uh, for those of you who watch English Natalie, television, can I, can I just well? say N- Natalie said this in the theater as if it was supposed to mean something to me? <laughs> and I was like, I, Natalie, I don't know who you're talking about. I don't understand who this person is. <laughs> Henry Jones. He's just got the most upper crust British name that has ever existed. So I just don't know how everybody doesn't know Rupert Henry Jones. What, more than Benedict Cumberbatch? I mean, maybe. But Rupert Henry, his name is Rupert Henry Jones. Like it's a high, he's got the hyphenated thing happening. He was in Spooks for a while. He was in Whitechapel, which was sort of a modern day Jack the Ripper thingy whatnot. Uh, he was. He's been in loads of British stuff. I think he was in one of the Jane Austen adaptations, somewhere around the time. Yeah, he's 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 been in a lot. Handsome British type is what I'm saying. So that's when he turned up. I was like, he's playing, you know, the mayor of Gotham, but he's Rupert Penry Jones. He's sort of blue br- blue blood British blue tongue lizard. Wait, what? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Bella Real, or R- Bella Real, the woman who was mm. running for mayor, I was trying to do some saucy because there was all that stuff about a real change. Obviously, that was her platform. Mm. And I think I was reading too much into it because I was like, well, Bella Bella is beautiful and Real is like royal. So is there something there about her like <laughs> Bella Real? And particularly when they were talking about the rat with wings being a la, you know, being female, la mm. rat, not la rat, mm. l rat. And I was like, oh, is it something to do with her? Is she like the rat? Is she part of it as well? Mm, she could have been, yeah. I, you know, and then it really, she wasn't. She was kind of the hero of the hour who went out to, you know, confront and tell everyone to settle down inside the Madison Square Garden at the end. Sorry, Gotham City Square Garden at the end and uh, then probably got shot by a incel. But, yeah, she was just sort of a, a figure of hope, I guess. Uh, is she, she in the comics the at reasons- all? Not she, that I know she, of. She she's she was the one who is the one of the reasons that Batman has this idea of hope as well. As in, she is. I think she's meant to be seen as an incorrupted politician, mm. uh, uncorrupted politician, and therefore Batman has like because Catwoman says, "You see the worst in everyone." Like we're kind of similar in that way. And then later on, he's like, "Oh, not everyone." Like Gordon's okay, and this Bella seems to be okay. And wait, maybe not everyone's a piece of crap. Maybe Batman can work with that and. Mm. My guess will be she'll be around in the second one and Batman will be working to make the good things good while 
bringing down the bad things, which I, I know is what he normally does. That seems very vague, but but he'll have people that he can trust to work with, yes. um, and who will probably get punished. Um, I, I'm what what I want for the next one is is that that scene in the comics, which is men and women of Gothic Gotham, you have all eaten well, hmm. and when he yeah. blows the wall open, I'm waiting for that scene, but that's probably a bit later in his career, I guess. Uh, but anyway, uh, and yeah, that, that that was a side note. Sorry, Nat. <laughs> No, that's okay. Um, just to finish, because we're sort of almost through my list because a lot of it we've already gone over with. I said I liked that um, Batman was already kind of good friends with Jim Gordon. They already trusted each other. They already had that relationship. Mm. Um, that kind of cleared away a lot of the setup and allowed you to just get straight into it. And Jeffrey Wright was really good. And I particularly loved when he said, look, let me have the room with Batman. I'll make him come around. And then he just whispers <laughs> to him, like, we need to get you out of here. You're going to punch me in the face. Take this key. Go this way. Go to the roof uh it was lovely that was a really fun fun moment i think for me and then you're trying to tell you're trying to give each other information but but gordon's like trying to do that kind of hey man i'm in your face kind of head gesture like i'm up in your grill (laughs) but he's like giving hey man i'm I'm really worried about you you gotta look after yourself are you doing enough exercise have you limbered up it's gonna get real (laughs) and it was really kind of once again really cool acting of yeah so you would look like something from one side and not from the other it was quite cute uh yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that Batman was like, I will punch every cop in this cell. Yeah, yeah. But Batman was quite prepared to knock out every single cop in that in that room. Because <laughs> they're all corrupt. He yeah. don't care. He, like, don't yeah, care he hates them. He hates yeah, the yeah. police. Yeah, so he's just going to beat them to death. And he'll probably lose. He can't, he can't fight that many men. Can't he? <laughs> I don't think that even that Batman could take on 20 men in a small cell. I'd be very surprised. But he would make a lot of people sad before they take him <laughs> Like, yeah, it's it, <laughs> but it was just that I love that once again. It's that willpower. It's that thing of, uh, uh, you, you know, it's Rorschach. Is I'm not trapped in here with you. You're, You're trapped, trapped in here with me. With me. <laughs> <laughs> I put. Um, I really didn't. I really did love the fact that the Riddler did not never cotton on that Bruce Wayne was Batman. I thought that was really fun. Mm. We mentioned that already. Mm. Uh, I loved the Riddler's incel army and i particularly love the way that batman was watching the video of him talking to his incel army just as the bombs around the city started mm. to go off i thought that was beautiful mm-hmm. timing you know very clever of batman yeah. uh and then he stuffed up he stuffed up he he never he didn't solve the crime he never do yeah. it and you can see in his eyes he's like and he goes he, he has a little catch's voice he goes call gordon yeah okay okay and, yeah. and and the cops trying to call gordon but it's not like call gordon like in a cool way it's like oh yeah. god you know ring someone ring anyone cool, i haven't i yeah, haven't yeah, yeah, mentioned yeah, cool. that yet, but i do appreciate that a lot of times that robinson robinson pattinson is speaking as batman he's not mm. using a very put upon voice you know he doesn't go the christian mm. bale route with the got to speak like this lowers, all the time. He lowers his voice slightly. Yes, it's slightly deeper. But it's more about the stillness, and it's more about just saying oh, yeah. as few words as possible. Just real efficiency. The same I way that he efficiently thing. disposes of his enemies, he efficiently disposes yes. of the English language. <laughs> he doesn't need to say anything. Like when he comes back into the Riddler's house, and the cop's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" That cop who hates him to start with and learns to like him, you know, but you know, hey, Mister Wayne likes him. But you know, like it's that same cop all the way through has a little journey of mm. his own of hey, freak, to letting him. And he's like, "Hey, you can't be in here." And he's just pointing a gun with a light, and Batman's got a light in his face. And then he, they just stare at each other. Yeah. And then he, and he goes, "Oh, okay." And Batman goes back to doing what he's doing, and and then Batman opens up the the uh, starts opening up 
evidence. He goes, you can't touch that. Batman just turns and puts the light back in his face. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And he just puts it back down. Doesn't say a word. It's just the eyes and the light comes up again of like, stop talking to me. Like either either put up or shut up at this point. And yeah, yeah and, and and we know what will happen if you put up. So uh, you know I But just, then but then he does give him a crucial piece of information which Batman oh, yes. as like a, mm-hmm. as a rich as a rich boy would mm-hmm. never have put together himself, which I found really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. When it's that thing of once again he needed other people to solve the, the crime yeah. and he didn't still didn't solve it. Uh, I mean Catwoman's point of I don't know who you are under there, but you're definitely born rich. You're like, oh, mm. so good. Mm. So good. Thank you very much. Uh, uh speaking yeah. of, something I would like to address is someone we haven't mentioned so far, which is Alfred. What did we think of Andy Circus? Mm. I kind of felt he was a bit underused. He sort of was blown up. Just so yeah. Bruce Wayne could feel a little bit. I thought they were going to kill him ashamed. off. I was I like, because yeah. gonna... in the comics they have killed him off. He's dead. So I really thought. Oh, spoilers, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought. I honestly thought they could kill Batman. Sorry, Batman. They could kill Alfred. I really was like, oh my god, they just killed him. Uh, that's wow. Okay. <laughs> Oof. Uh, they didn't though. So that's good. Because I liked him. <laughs> I, I, I was. He's, I agree, Nat. He was underused. And I think mm. he'll come back. I love the fact that the little things they dropped in, you know, you're not my real dad. And it's like, yes, we're, I'm very aware, Bruce. I just, that was wonderful. Yeah. Just, and it had the hurt in his face. Yeah. You know, you, you, hey, Alfred, stop. You're not my father. And he's like, mm. you can see him just going, oh, but I am, you know, like I'm your yeah. emotional daddy, you know, like that kind <laughs> of. And, 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 was, and the other one is like, uh, where are your cufflinks? Oh, I don't know. I lost them. Where am I? Alfred, I'm not taking your cufflinks. And then he pans them to him and he goes, like, you, ha- you have to keep up appearances. Oh, yeah. Well, so uh, are you a Wayne too, holding the Wayne cufflinks? And he's like, your father gave me those cufflinks. Yeah, and, and Bruce just looks down shamefaced, as he mm. bloody should. Yes. Like, like, it's just this, like, don't you, you little shit. Like, just, you know, this, <laughs> Alfred has raised you and put up with your bullshit. The other thing about this Alfred, he said, I taught you how to fight. Yes, he, uh, that was interesting. Mm. And he's got a he's got a cane. He's had an injury. He also made a comment when he was in the bed. He went, "Your parents may die." He goes, "I was meant to protect them." You know how that makes me feel. So he didn't say I was their butler. It's like I was like, "Oh, is is he was he their bodyguard?" Was you, you, he their- you get the sense that he's way more of a bodyguard in this iteration, mm. like like a, like a man, an all purpose manservant slash bodyguard. I definitely got like. French Foreign Legion no, special no one's, services. No, no one's gonna, can, I, can I get back? No one's biting. Come on, biting. Come on <laughs> he was Batman's Batman. Dan, your joke sucks. I tried to joke on air. It's Dan Beeson's fault. He said that joke. No one likes it. <laughs> and Dan will be listening to this at some point. So <laughs> we expect him to call in with his results. Uh, Dan is, in fact, living in my spare bedroom right now uh, for reasons uh, which probably best not explained. But uh, he Natalie is a serial killer and she kills trophies of people. That's right. He's currently tied up in my spare bedroom uh, writing riddles for me to post around Brisbane. Um, no, the other thing I wanted to mention is Thomas Wayne is not an angel. And nope. Martha Wayne had some mental health issues and the whole backstory mm. of the Waynes not being this incredibly perfect couple I thought was kind of refreshing. Uh, mm. I'd never heard of the Arkhams being a, a Gotham family before. I'm not sure if that's from the comics, but. Um, I think she is. I think Martha is Mark, uh, Martha Arkham. I think later on they did they did retcon that into the family story. I, mm. I, think, I don't think it's where they came up with it. It's something that's been there for. It, uh, it's been uh, in the comics before, yeah. Yeah. But the you know one of one of my big things as as I get older 
is the <laughs> here I go on a rant. One of the things as I get older, and this really started, you know, for me with Game of Thrones, I think, but just the joy of nuanced people and complex people. And the idea that Bruce Wayne has been fighting for this perfect ideal of a father, this angelic good man who even saved a mob boss from a stab wound mm. or something on his kitchen table, you know, just, just brought him in and took care of him no matter how much he disliked him. Um, and yet he then went to same mob boss to ask him to threaten a journalist who was going to publish information about Martha because mm. he loved Martha and wanted to sort of spare her the embarrassment. I really like that, that he made a mistake. And that's what Alfred keeps saying to him is your father was a good man. He made a mistake. And Bruce is like, mm. oh, my dad sucked. He was I also, I also like that so they. Fucking, what about <laughs> fighting for? My stupid dad was stupid, corrupt, like just like the others. And Andy Serkis is like, dude, there's a bit of nuance in the world. Yeah. Like, if I wasn't like- in this bed, I would slap you around right yeah. now, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Absolutely. I would, I would take you outside and belt you with my cane and, yeah. I, I do so, love. I, I deeply, deeply love that Matt Reeves is is enough of a a comic book purist that he he does leave a bit of wiggle room as to what happened with Joe Chill. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. he's like, yeah. maybe it was Carmine Falcone, maybe it was Maroney, maybe it was just some random guy. We don't yeah. know. Like, I was unhappy with it to begin with when 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 it was like, oh, Falcone was like, yeah, I did it. And then on that night, your parents are killed. I was like, oh, oh, no, I don't I don't need an answer like that. But then, yeah, then Alfred's like. They kind of walk like, it back. They're like, you know, I, it might have been. It's a hell of a coincidence. But like, you yeah. know, it might have just been some guy. And it's like, yeah. I never. Yeah. Alfred never found that connection. And you yeah. think he would have found a connection if he's been looking like someone he would have he would have worked it out somehow. So, mate, yeah, they're giving wiggle room. So I'm glad because you don't want it spelled out. It takes away the point. You don't mm. like mm. like Batman. Joker should not have made Batman. Don't do that. No. Don't. They're not, they're, they're not brothers. <laughs> That's not a thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't don't do that anymore. We don't. Oh need well. It. Speaking of, I mean, the the thing is, I don't. I, I, I'm very sure that you wouldn't. Your mind wouldn't have gone here, Natalie. But I don't know whether your mind went here, Greg. At any point in your first watch of the movie, did you think they were going to touch on the Hush storyline at all? Um. Only because it said "hush" across uh, Wayne's uh, Thomas Wayne's face. Yes, when it was like so. It went "hush," and I went, "Oh, okay." You're like, can't "Oh be much man, more. are we doing this?" Yeah, yeah. But it, and I think they were just they, they were trying to bait people like us into yes, thinking exactly in a certain direction. Uh, but it didn't. So that's fine. Maybe it will in the future. Who knows? But uh, uh, yeah, no. I, I'm glad they didn't. They, it would be far too complicated. <laughs> uh, can I say I really like John Tuturo as Falcone? He was uh, fantastic. Yeah. He was he was spooky and creepy. And he wasn't kind of like, hey, I'm a mud boss. Hey, oh, I need a swacking. Like it was kind of like this under where everyone else is all like penguins are like crazy and big, and everyone's you know everyone's crazy and big. He was just like, no, I'm a businessman who does yeah. business, yeah. and I and that's why he survived in my mind. Uh, also, didn't... because I think he was very ordinary looking. He didn't. He just he almost mm. looked forgettable. Which I think as a mob boss, you sort of want someone who's going to really not look like a mob boss. Mm. He just, <laughs> I, I, I can't explain it any better than that. But the penguin obviously like, hey, I'm the penguin. I am a club owner and a bit of a dude and whatnot. And yeah. Falcone was just like. You're just a gimp. Of- You're a gimp with a gimmick. And it was like. Harsh, Falcone. Yeah. Which is true. funny too, because in that scene, he's finally wearing like his purple suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Love it. <laughs> Can I ask questions, Stu? Yes. The twins at the door, was that Tweedledee and Tweedledum? Um, 
Oh, I I mentioned the twins. I've never put that together, but you know, you know, they'd be they'd be ideal, wouldn't they? Yeah, that's because that was I was because they said the twins because he was like one came out and the guy who very much looked like him came out. I went, what the hell? And 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 Penguin went, ah, see, you met the twins, and I went. That's Tweedledee and Tweedledum. He's, he's and leaving they, the door open. Yes, and and they leave it in. They're just dudes. They may, and who knows? You know, yeah, it doesn't mean anything in this world, yeah, I guess. No. But it's but it's just the twins. Why have twins? Otherwise, it just seemed really odd to me to have twins at the door. Um, and I love the fact. So I just once again jumping around like, with the door. First up, Batman. Do you know who I am? And punches his way in. Yeah, which is great, hilarious, wonderful. Second time, it's Bruce Wayne going, "Hey, do you know who I am? Hey, man, you're Bruce Wayne. Hey, how you doing? We love mm-hmm. you. Come on in." Hey. Then rule of threes. And then the rule of threes, he just sneaks in and closes the door. (laughs) (laughs) He's just whoop. And they're like, no. And he climbs it. And then and then the one man who sees him as Bruce Wayne then gets his clock cleaned in two seconds. (laughs) Yes. Comes around the corner. Bruce Wayne just almost as an afterthought turns round and just wipes that man out and yeah. then just walks off again i was like oh it's so good. he's learned he's learning mm. he's he, you don't have to punch your way into the he can he proved he could do it mm. uh but but it's not maybe the best way uh to get in somewhere you don't have to beat everyone to death to get to where you're going uh, though i did enjoy that fight too <laughs> i had one last thing on my list that i just wanted to kind of try to sum up within a pithy way um i found it was interesting that a lot of this film involved uh, debates about mask wearing, a lot of chasing rats, and hmm. uh, a surprise flood at the end. So I feel like it's very much <laughs> reflective of 2022 so far, certainly if you're in Australia. It sure is. <laughs> oh, Boom, Tish. Thank you. I'm here all night. Woo-hoo. Nicely done. I, I, I miss – I actually guessed the wrong – riddle at one point right at the end in a, in this in a scene that i think should should have had more impact but for me doesn't i'd love to get your your opinion about it mm. uh the 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 hey hey friend calm down hey uh-huh, the guy next door uh-huh, yes and, and i was like uh my personal opinion i'm not there for it at all like but i will get back to that bit uh, i think it was bad choice and i don't understand why they did it because they've done it before like with batman begins you know he leaves a calling card i'll look into it and it was a joker card that's enough yeah um but if he does he goes riddle me this which is great but then and then he and he goes um if uh, the more of this you have no the less of this you have the more of this you value it and the riddle and, and the and the answer drugs. was a friend. Surely, it's, surely it's drugs it's, it's well, he says friend, but you know what? My brain went to breath. I thought he was about to he's about to be gassed. I thought he was going to get like killed because because the less of you had, the more the more that you respect or more you want. I went, oh, that's a breath on your last breath. I went, oh no, the riddle's about to get killed. Oh no, no, he's just got a friend. I went, oh, that's not that exciting, is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I totally got the wrong uh, answers to that riddle, but they both work. Friend, so, breath, yes. it's fine. I actually did have a note of that in my book, but uh, I assume that was the Joker. There is there is a a whole cottage industry online devoted to maintaining some sort of sense of ambiguity as to the answer to that question. (laughs) But yes, that's absolutely supposed to be the Joker. Come on, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, he had a weird face. He had a very weird face. That's because in the year two comics, he does have a weird face. Or in the the is year two was it one of them? He he has this mutilated face. Yes, in some in some of the more recent comics, he's he's got like a weird like yeah fucked up face, uh, which is unfortunate because some some of those uh, some of those stories are really cool, and it's got the weird uh, mutilated face Joker in it. Uh, for mm. 
for no good reason. Um, but yeah, I, I thought, uh, and and that that obviously is uh, Barry Kean, uh, who's uh, an Irish actor. He was in The Eternals. Uh, he's been in a, a bunch of things uh, and has been ducking questions for the last <laughs> month about whether he's playing the Joker or not. Um, but the, the weird thing, and maybe this is just misdirection, but I have seen that Matt Reeves has said that he's not necessarily going to make the Joker the the main the villain of the guy? next of the next Batman. Uh, okay, I hope you know, not. and I I would actually really like that. I would love that. He's just in there. We know that he's around, mm. um, but he's not going to be the main deal yet. Because that would, had- that would be so repeating themselves to be like, mm. okay, and now yeah. so we've basically done a Batman Begins and now we're going to do The Dark Knight again. You know? and we're going like, to go no. Scarecrow to Joker, now I have Riddler to Joker. Yeah. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. Unless he's going to be... I just thought that then it'd be really cool if he was a Hannibal Lecter type. The yes. Batman's like, yes, help yes. me out. And he's like, oh, come on in. Like, and has he met him before? Have they well, tangled before? I you know read, I, mean? I did read in the last hour or so, I was doing a bit of uh, quick sort of reading <laughs> because I've, I've only just seen the movie. So I haven't had time <laughs> yeah. to do a lot of, I've, I've been madly ducking spoilers for the last week and a half. <laughs> but I did read that they did shoot a, an extra scene of Barry Keen as the Joker having a conversation with Batman about halfway oh. through Batman sort of visits him in Arkham. And again, they're, they're not, they're not like lingering on his face or anything. Apparently they were leaving it sort of ambiguous, but he says something along the lines of like, you know, Oh, it's, it's our anniversary, isn't it? Like how, oh. you, you came to see me darling and something like that, you know, and, and he, he's coming to Joker to sort of find out about the Riddler and and the okay. and the joker sort of you know is is messing with him but he sort of says you know you're the same what what are you talking about you're coming to me you know you should know what this guy's like he's just like you mm. you know yeah. um so that that's interesting and that they they cut it for time and pacing and and he said he wasn't he wasn't sad to lose it but they they kept the little bit in at the end there just to sort of keep that presence they should have i feel they should have got rid of it they didn't need it i just uh, don't I just don't. I, just I don't, don't hate it. it. I don't hate it. I, I like the idea that it's big because, you know, we this is a movie. Like, like, don't forget, this is a movie with Riddler, Catwoman, and Penguin, mm. and the Joker, yeah. which is the full sixty-six <laughs> set. <laughs> like, Fair enough. This Fair this enough. movie has the full sixty-six set villains. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> I wonder if Catwoman would ever be a villain again, though. Like she's she's not going to be. She'll sure. always be a, an antihero. I think. I don't. I don't think yeah. they'll ever go full villainous with her again. Which I like. I like that she she's in that liminal space between villain and and hero. Mm. That, in a way that you know Bruce could never ever be. Mm. Mm. She's on the other side of the divide. He's yeah. sort of on. He's mm. slightly on this side. She's slightly on that side. Yeah. She's she's not yeah. the Joker, but she's not Batman. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. It um All right, well, Stu, Greg, we have been chatting for a long time now about the Batman. Not, I will add, as long as the movie itself. Uh, but it's probably <laughs> time for us to try to work out where we would rank this Batman film. Yes. And uh, as typical me, I've forgotten all of my Batman film rankings. Uh, so, Stu, <laughs> maybe you can start and then I'll try and do something that's looks original, but it's probably going to be a direct ripoff of your ranking. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. 
Well, I mean, basically, my to, to remind everyone, my ranking currently is uh, The Dark Knight at number one, uh, Mask of the Phantasm in number two, Batman Begins three, uh, Batman 89 four, and Batman 66 in fifth spot. Mm. With uh, Lego Batman, uh, an honorable mention in six in sixth place. Um, so, like, where does the Batman fit? Uh, and I've kind of tipped my my hat a little because it, the, I I think the Batman definitely deserves a spot somewhere in there. Um, I I wouldn't put it further down because uh, I think it's a really good movie, uh, and and has really like, like has a really firm grasp of what what Batman is. And has a really interesting thing to say about what Batman is and should not be, which I think is really interesting. Um, where does it go? I guess, I mean, it's, I still think The Dark Knight is a masterpiece. Like, it's a very specific vision of, of Batman. And I, I knew this would happen as the years go by, it becomes more and more uh, sort of, you know, esoteric in, in a way. Like, like it becomes a, an anachronistic, like the, this idea of a ultra grounded real world version of, of Batman and the Joker and everything. But I still think yeah. that movie is so good. It's so good, The Dark Knight. Um, Batman Mask of the Phantasm is a almost perfect Batman film. Uh, so probably not in second place. Batman Begins, that's where it gets kind of interesting because this Batman, while it's not specifically doing Batman Begins, it's kind of filling that same role. So I guess, do I like, do I like Batman Begins more than the Batman? And uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can put it above Batman Begins for me on my list. I I, I have no problem putting it above 89. I think I can. I think I can put it. I think I've got Dark Knight as number one. But I know I stuffed up and I put my, oh, see, I put Mask of the Phantasm too low, but I think I'm Dark Knight, then Batman Begins, then Mask of the Phantasm, then Lego Batman. Right. And I think I could put this like in second place behind Dark Knight. Wow. Okay. Or maybe Fantastic. fourth place behind Batman. Look, I, I'm going to put it up the top. Why not? I'm going to be a rebel. You put it in number one. No, not the number one, number two. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> number two spot. Okay. <laughs> I mean, cool, the, cool. At the top of the list. At the top of the list. Yes. Okay. Well, well, at the top of the list, number one. Hang on, what, I'm confused. Where are you putting it? At, at the top of the list, like in, in the top area of the list. It's going. Oh, okay, right. You know, it's not going in the middle the of the list or down the bottom. It's it's going up <laughs> up top. Sure. So what? So where? Not where the in the top. list? Well, I think I said second after Dark Knight. Okay. Okay. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so you you put this movie. Uh, Two two spots higher than me because I, I so um it, it would it would land fourth on my list so my list would be Dark Knight Mask of the Phantasm Batman Begins and then the Batman and so so you've gone the Dark Knight and then the Batman as you yeah as just to be one, controversial two. no yeah, that, that's fantastic <laughs> well, which is which is funny because I feel like I liked this film more than you yeah but you, you it's a Batman film of course you like it more I mean than that's, you. True, that's true relative, that's true you've got to we're grading on a relative, curve here. like you know. That's right. Like you're going to enjoy Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, when we get to that. But you're no way going to enjoy it as much as me. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? That's we all have our point. areas of delight. The only thing we probably will agree on is like Game of Thrones. You know, that's yes. But I enjoyed this movie, and I think it made more sense narratively than a lot of the other Batman movies. That's true. I mean, it does. I mean, for all its twists and turns, it does have a fairly straightforward plot, especially for a Batman movie. And as 
as an origin story, I think it works better than Batman Begins. I just, I like, I really like, and I've come to it late in the piece in the podcast, but I really like the fact that Bruce discovers his dad wasn't perfect yeah. uh, because that's never really been something before. Thomas Wayne has always been, even though as a late stage capitalist with a whole lot of money, you know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's clearly not, you know, but anyway, also orphans, man, orphans, can't trust them. Uh, they're always mm. going to be the villains. <laughs> yeah, orphans, I'm going to get hate mail from orphans and left-handed now. people. That's just what it is. Oh, twins. I will just say, I will just say, I remember after watching the Dark Knight Rises, how the orphanage like got a whole bunch of money, and I was like, I didn't think orphanages still existed. And then somebody contacted me and said, Oh, they do. They just don't call them orphanages anymore because like, <laughs> society, but they still have facilities where kids who don't have families or foster families stay and have carers but Paul Dano as the Riddler is talking about you know every winter a baby died because it was cold and and we never had toys and we lived had rats chewing our fingers yeah 30 kids to a room and rats chewing our fingers and I was like I honestly don't think it would be that bad because you're talking about it is in Gotham City that's the that's the point it is in Gotham City but that's it's like, I just, I can't imagine around the year 2000, which is when this is set, that kids would still be having rats chew their fingers in, a, in an orphanage. I, get, I don't know. Gotham City is, is whack, man. Gotham <laughs> City is obviously, Gotham whack, City's no. development is obviously 60 years behind everywhere else in the first world. <laughs> Well, that's, that's you, my you just said something. You just said something really interesting there, and I know we're winding up, but like, why do you think this is set around the year two thousand? Uh, well, for one thing, Catwoman goes to her mother's grave, and her mother's uh, t- life was two thousand. Sorry, nineteen seventy six to two thousand and four. Catwoman mm. states that she was seven when her mother dies, making Catwoman born in nineteen ninety seven. And if this film is happening now, because I've seen a bunch of tweets of people saying that um, Robert Pattinson must have, or Batman must have lost his parents in 2001, because it's been. Oh, oh, I see, I see. I, I thought I thought you were saying yeah. you thought this film was set in the year 2000. No, 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 right. no. Okay. I'm saying yes. that that the the they talk at the start about the mayor being shot 20 years to the day after Thomas Wayne and his wife were shot during his campaign for mayor. Mm. So Yes, which which I just realized makes Batman 30 if he's yes. 10. Yeah, which if he's which, t- or, 9 or, or 29, or 10. he's about he's turning 30. Yeah, around that yeah, age. Which fits. So yeah. um and so Catwoman is 24 odd. Uh and I just, you know, I was around in the year 2000. I mean, I just don't think they, they I mean, sure, there were still orphanages in Ireland that were being wound up in the 90s, but I just don't know that we'd be at rats eating fingers. Yeah, but but again, but like, it's like Gotham it's City. Gotham City. I, it, every, everything Gotham is City. worse. I, <laughs> That's kind of the point. It's a lie. It's a, it's, a, it's a machine to build, it's a machine yeah. to create Batman, as uh, 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 Grant Morrison once famously wrote into an incredible <laughs> Batman story. Gotham, Gotham City is a machine designed to create Batman. <laughs> 
Uh, well, Greg, how would you compare it to some of your other favourite Batman films of your? Oh, it's uh, maybe it's new in my mind, but uh, I think Dark Knight is spectacular. I agree. Um, uh, I mean, I'm not going to rank them all, but I'm very similar. I, for me, it goes Dark Knight and then ba- the Batman and then Batman Begins. Um, I don't have the connection that you have with the Master of the Phantasm. I agree it's very good, but I don't. You, you both see something different than I see in it, which is fair enough. Um, so it's very, very high for me, but it's not the top. Uh, and I will be interested to see in a couple of years, if I go back and watch it again, which one I will prefer. Mm. And I think it's this one mm. already. Um, I, there's something about this one which connected more with me, uh, and I really like the Batman. And I, I went in with very low expectations. Um, yeah, the the so one I, thing that I will say is that I, I think it's really interesting that this version is obviously doing its own thing, but it's engaging a lot more with the comics. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's it, not not that the Nolan series didn't, but the Nolan series very clearly early on sort of said this is going to be its own thing. Like we're we're not beholden to anything. We're not. You know, it very famously is a is a one, two, three, and done series mm. that that is is very much its own continuity. It, it sets up its own things. It has internal, uh, you know, continuity, and then it's done. Whereas this feels very much more like we're dipping into a comic. You know what I mean? Like, like, mm. like do, do you, do, does that make sense? Am I, am I rambling? Or? No, no, I agree. Mm. People, people are saying this is the most realistic Batman ever, and I was like, it's uh, not realistic. It's not like a no. real world thing in the same no. way that the Nolan yeah. ones were. But, but it's internal. It's it has an internal consistency better than Batman. I think that the Nolan Batmans, if that makes sense, there's something about this consistency, or maybe it just worked for me better, or something. I don't know. It it mm. it all makes sense to me within within context. Yes, and and. I, that's why I like this one more than the Nolan one. It doesn't real. I realize it doesn't matter. Like we don't have to have a scene where we work out that he he has to like hire, not hire. He buys a hundred masks <laughs> yes, from, from a yeah. Korean shop so he can break them all. And I, I I get it, and it was really cool at the time. But that level of reality, you like, does it matter? And and nowadays you can just go, well, he just three D prints it out of fine. Like he's rich. He's sure, yeah, it. exactly. He just he just three D prints it. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 he he's rich enough to get a metal three D printer that spits it out. And they're they're a couple of million bucks to buy. He's a billionaire. It doesn't matter. Mm. Uh, and he's rich enough to to pay someone to have multiple shell companies so that everything will just get lost in shell companies forever. So yeah, it's a, you don't need reality in that way. I mean, like who made, I think like the Batcave looked like a, I think it was meant to be like a subway station that he's reclaimed. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, so a lost subway, which that's enough reality for me. I go, oh, that's, that's where it was. That's cool. But I don't have to understand, did he make the doors? Did he do, did he make everything? The answer is probably yes. Uh, mm. So yeah, to me, it felt comic-y in a really good way, yeah, uh, but consistent with it. Yes. No, I totally agree. I, I think that ba- Batman Begins was so seismic at the time, the idea of someone coming in and basically taking Batman seriously. Mm. And I think that's become very perverted <laughs> in the in the course of the ensuing sort of two decades since. Mm. Uh, but I do think that, you know, it, 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 you can lose sight of what a seismic shift in thinking Batman Begins was. Like it, mm. it really was a complete reimagining of what a superhero movie could be. And I yes. think I think it deserves yeah, yeah. credit for that. This is standing on on Batman Begins' shoulders, but it's doing 
something very, very interesting in the same sort of way, I think, which is why it doesn't pip it for me. But I, I, I can definitely understand why it would for you and, and for Natalie, like, like why it's much higher on your list. I, I'm the person, to give context to my decision, it's not even in a Batman way, I'm the person who doesn't feel the urge to go back and read Isaac Asimov or even Arthur C. Clarke because I can read more modern stuff that stands on their shoulders and is better because of it. And people, some people would rather, you know, lynch me than listen to me say that. <laughs> uh, but I can acknowledge that it was good, but it was of its time and it was a bit naff and kind of racist and sexist and weird. <laughs> and homophobic and and, and contains and, and, katie holmes for some reason well yeah well yes there's, yeah so oh. that's so you can and, and these things so i'm happy yeah I, i'm happy to go i acknowledge what you say then but i think this has just done it better uh and but maybe that's just because it's new and maybe another one will come out that'll even newer and better um i said i still have problems with this i we took it at the start but i didn't i didn't think it needed the big punch up at the end with the like it needed it it felt like a tacked on thing when I mean, it did lead to his hope thing which is important but i yeah i there was things to it that i didn't agree with and i think it, it felt clunky um but even that aside i i, I think i think it's a spectacular movie i think i think the the the, the climax to just to interrogate that quickly mm. is is there I mean, it, like cynically, it's there because we need to see Batman beat up a bunch of goons, and and this movie doesn't have a lot of that, and so we mm. we do get mm. that. I I like that. I I, I enjoyed <laughs> that a lot when Batman just like beat the shit out of a bunch of people. It was great. Um, but it's there. It's there for those those exact reasons you you mentioned. Like like it's there. It's there to show Batman failing, mm. and it's there to show Batman succeeding. So he fails. Mm. He fails to stop the disaster, and the disaster happens. But out of that, he realizes what he needs to become going forward, which mm. is a symbol of hope and not fear. Mm-hmm. Which and I, he sacrifices yeah. himself, like he, and then jumps on the electrical wire and yeah. cuts it. Why do we yeah. fall? You know, like from the old, yeah. <laughs> from the other movie. Why do we fall, uh, Bruce? Yeah, and he gets back up, and it's out. Yeah, he because he can't. It's not. It's not just about punching everyone to death. You are right there. You're right. It's. It's not about punching people. It's about helping people. And uh, he's done the and punching. It, now it comes to helping. It's all the bringing into the light. Like he literally lights a flare yeah. and helps people mm. out of this yeah. wreck of the stage and leads them somewhere. Doesn't really show. I said to Stu though that whole um, Madison Square Garden. Sorry, Gotham City Square Garden. Uh, being like the safety point. Obviously, they're getting everyone in because it's the closest. But surely when they heard about flooding, like surely they would just go into office buildings and take the elevator up to the top floors and just hang out there. Like thousands of people must have died in Gotham during that flood. Like oh yeah yeah and, and well Riddler said so he went those who are those who are washed away aren't washed away are well not washed away like you, you can't you have no time to evacuate those who aren't washed away will have to make their way to Madison Garden maybe hundreds of thousands died tens of thousands died yeah because they had because no, to begin with there was huge I mean you it's even awful you watch the explosions go off and and you watch people get knocked down and they're not getting back up like they those people mm. got knocked down by explosion and then a wall of water hit them they all drowned <laughs> or they were dead by the explosion <laughs> you know like it's one way or the other uh, and then closer to the the Gotham Square Gardens it was a slow trickle that built up and built up and built up so mm. it was it was it yeah um I, I assume a lot of people went as you said I went higher you, you just stay in the big buildings um but yeah it, it, it was a national guard disaster it was huge mm. oh and the city was under martial law and all that stuff. Mm. 
And I love yeah, the whole you get Penguin just looking horrified at what's going on, but with the voiceover, you know, those who can grab power will, will take it. And yes. you're like, oh, but he's not like, I'm the penguin, I will take over. He's just like, oh my god, my city, this whole city's just gone to shit. So it's, yeah, it's <laughs> it, 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 he was a human, had a human reaction to it, but also he will just become the new the new mob boss. So uh, no, I see. So I see what you're saying, Stu. I, I yes, I it you're right. It had to happen. For, otherwise, this would have just been another Batman story. It wouldn't have had the the wonderful hope thing. So but I still. I still feel it was clunkily done. It felt like another act added on to say that point. Uh, it, it could have been streamlined more. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Who knows? I still love it. <laughs> <laughs> so that has brought us, I think, to the end of this podcast. It has been almost as, uh, two-thirds of the length of the movie itself, which I think is I think that's a good job. I think that's a succinct summation. <laughs> No? Yes. yes no, yeah, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so I will wrap up by saying thank you so much, Greg, for being our special guest on The Batman. Thank, our- you, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I, I'm very excited to chat it on this one. I had a lot to say. I have a lot more, but uh, but we'll call it down. <laughs> <laughs> you and Stu can just uh, get on the, get on the group chat and just start sharing. Uh, I am going to go off and watch uh, the pitch meeting on this film. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Which uh, there is one and I haven't watched it yet, so I'm going to go and watch that. But, um, yes, thank you so much, Greg. Stu, as always, high five. Thank you so much for our uh, movie outing today. It was super fun. I haven't seen – I don't think I've seen a movie since we saw James Bond mm. last year. And uh, Stu was also there. So I feel like any time you see a movie with Stu, it's going to be really good. (laughs) I'm your your good luck charm at this point. They might kill James Bond, though, and that'll make me angry. That's Uh, true. That's true. We still need to do that podcast. We will. We will. We'll get there. We'll do our Raven Bond on. uh, You have a lot uh, of emotions to to deal with on that one. I do. I need to watch it again. Well, I think we both need to watch it again before we podcast about it. It's been far too long. (laughs) <laughs> if you would like to call in with your opinions on The Batman, I am at Girl Clumsy on Twitter. Stu is at Disco Stew, And Greg is at The Wah, the one and only nice. W-A-H. Uh, so you find us all, tweet us all. We love that. Facebook.com slash Natalie's Throne is the Facebook page. And, of course, last but definitely not least are my beautiful patrons, from Patreon, patreon.com slash girlclumsy. Thank you so much to all the patrons who give me money every month to help keep this whole thing rollicking along. Really cannot thank you enough. Um, It's a challenging time still. I say that every week. I'm waiting for it to not be challenging, but (laughs) you are awesome for having my back and I appreciate you so much. If you're just listening to the Raven Bat series, well, then you've reached our conclusion of the current amount of Batman. Uh, Unless something else pops up. But uh, we will be continuing to do Robin Hood movies for the foreseeable future. And then hopefully House of the Dragon will come out at some point and we can get our hands back into the dirty soil of Westeros. (laughs) God, I'm so excited. Uh, Thank you so much, Stu. Thank you, Greg. And uh, I guess we all say at the end of our Raven Bat episode, same bat time, same bat bat channel. Same bat channel. Ave Maria. Gracias, Plinia. Bye, everyone. Bye.